0: Welcome to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. All right. I'm not going to do an intro today because I want to just get right into this. Um, did I say it at the right time? Or did I come in at the right time? I don't even know. But what I'm about to say and do must be said and did. I've been, you, you know, you you try to give deference. You try to give deference to somebody for what they created. But here's the thing. I'm going to wait um, to, to give some people some time to come up in here. All right. Salute to Truth Only. Salute to, uh, to be fair, um, Truth Only. Salute to Sweet Melody Speaks. It says, to be fair, uh, you knew he was a sellout, yet still chose to be cool with him, hoping to get KS subs, uh, make you a sellout as well. Um, how cool was I actually with him, though? And quite frankly, I didn't know that um, if he was a sellout. I don't, don't, that was a weird statement, but I understand. Some people just like to contradict and we're gonna get into that. We're definitely going to get into that. All right, but uh, what's up, MOT? What's up, Stefan? What's up, Joel? All right, what the
1: hell? just happened
0: there? All right, so. There's a scene that I want to share with you all from his stream last night. So I didn't watch the whole three hours because, like, why? I did watch, like, a good 30 to 45 minutes of it, skipping skipping parts and stuff like that. And one part, and this was right around the time I stopped listening, one part I had to stop on because... This is where the Manosphere is broken on a foundational level. And this is something that I've come to learn just being in this space. Now, here's what I mean by being in this space. I wonder if I ever was Manosphere. And I know it seems like, you know, GC, you're just trying to disassociate yourself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're just trying to, you know, to sneak out of a burning building or something like that. But no, I mean, like, when I stop and think about it from time to time, right? Like, okay, let's just say a gang, right? Like Crips and Bloods. So you have these gangs and if i am not mistaken and those brothers from southern cali can correct me if i'm wrong we don't really have them out here but if i'm mistaken they kind of work on a little homie big homie um, uh cultural construct meaning that's how you get in you have like you're the padawan and they're the they're the jedi knight so you come in under an individual's tutelage and then you reach a certain point to where you have your own that you, that you bring in and the chain continues to where, you know, you mentioned your big homie and he mentioned his, and he mentioned his, and eventually you'll get to the founders of the organization. That's how I understand what little I know about their organizational structure. That is how I understand it is structured. Now the Metasphere don't really have any organizational structure. However, If you were to follow that particular organizational structure, which um, loosely people do, they say I came into the manosphere through that, 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 or through such and such. That that case doesn't really apply to me. For example. When I came in, I didn't come in through O'Shea. And. You know it would have been nice you know um if you know he hooked me up the same way he hooked up lead attorney or somebody like that of course i'd have different results but still um it would be nice but that didn't happen so i, I didn't really come up through o'shea um angry man and i disagreed on um a on a small matter made large because it's very important to me and that is a matter of standards um so you know um we're just not aligned in that regard And I didn't really come up under him either. Not that I had anything um, particularly against him, just didn't. Now, Obsidian is an interesting story. Because Obsidian, I didn't come up through Obsidian either. And that's because um, the person who suggested that I create a channel with him. I'm not going to say his name because we're not cool now. But the person who suggested that I create a channel was at odds with Obsidian at the time that I came on the scene. So that's another, you know, that's another avenue. So none of the founding fathers would be, you know, my Jedi Knight or something like that. Um, he None of them you can consider. You can put in that category. So I'm not really a, I don't really have a big homie in this space. Now, just like with the gangs that I described, they have people who kind of just hangs around them, but not really affiliated with them. But from outsiders, it would look like, you know, oh, he's claiming that set or something like that. And so, yeah, I think I kind of got roped into the manosphere through that way. And since people started calling me that, I may have called myself that from time to time. Who knows? But so that's a real thing. And that's something that happened. Um, and that's kind of where I think I'm at as far as where I stand in the manosphere. Don't really know if I'm in it. Um, I will say that it is flawed on a foundational level. And and this goes with all the founding fathers. No matter what, it, You have a manosphere, yet you are hyper-competitive and you're competing for female attention and validation. Then you already lost. You already have lost. Because it means that you are a sellout. But worse than just being a sellout, your currency isn't money. Your currency is That which you have an abundance of, or excuse me, that which others have an abundance of, you already have sold out for something that is cheap to the people that you're selling to, but extremely valuable to you. Give an example, right? As I like to always do, hit that like button. Africans some time ago west africans they use seashell as currency now some people say that that's uh stupid i think that the people who say that don't really understand how currency works but um and if you think that's stupid there's a north american tribe that uses paper so yeah they use seashell as currency now what that inadvertently did was That made the coastal tribes, the people who actually live near the sea, extremely wealthy. Because the thing that you view as currency, the thing that you value most, is something that just washes up on the shores to them. So they have a bunch of what you want. They are rich in what you want. And they could pretty much trade it for anything like slaves like slaves so they give you seashells you give them slaves they get they get foreign goods from europeans um, as a result of that easily sold out because the thing that you chose to be your currency comes at an abundance to one group and and a small cost to another group now um what does this have to do with what obsidian uh, was talking about last night all right so the question is what is obsidian's currency I repeat, the question is what is obsidian's currency and obsidian's currency is female validation You want to know how I know? Well, let's take a listen. Let's ask the man himself. Obsidian, what do you consider to be your currency?
2: But they still want to be around them.
0: Okay. What's your currency? Obsidian, you there? That's just how that goes. Okay.
2: You want to know if you're a successful guy? Take a look around see if any women are circling around you.
0: Oh, that's your currency. You measure success on the number of women that circles around you. Because, you know, let's take an Olympian, for example, right? He would measure success by the type of metal that is around his neck. After the Olympics, a businessman would measure his success in dollars. A family man measures his success in the strength and value of his family, or the strength of his family, the health, you know, the security, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, if the family is thriving. Um, You measure yourself on what was that again, Obsidian? Here, let me see. This is how that goes.
2: You want to know if you're a successful guy? Take a look around see if any women are circling around you.
0: You want to know if you're a successful... So a guy without women circling around him isn't successful. Very, very strange way to measure success. That is an extremely strange way to measure success. And I have friends who are ladies' men... Um, many of whom are successful. I would say that they measure their success in their success, not in the women that circles around them. But let's 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 rock with this for a second. Let's rock with this for a second. By this statement alone, this statement right here. Oh, pressed the wrong button. Hold on. By that statement alone, he has defeated himself, as he does often when he speaks. By the statement alone, he has defeated himself and the whole Pookie Ray Ray select fuckboy argument. By this logic, if women surround themselves to anybody, Whether it's Pookie, Ray Ray, whether it's whether it's a select F boy, he is successful. You just killed your own argument that you've been arguing for years.
2: That's just how that goes. You want to know if you're a successful guy? Take a look around, see if any women are circling around you.
0: And there you go. Women determines a man's value. Now, keep in mind that when I was coming to this space, this was the same argument that the person who was against Obsidian was making. And now he's making that argument. And now what's changed? Oh, yeah, good point. I don't know if he has them surrounding him, but, you know, he has a bunch of, you know, um, uh, baby mamas. So apparently he's successful. I mean, this logic could apply to anybody. All the people that he has criticized in his past career on YouTube. See, this is an un- this is an unfortunate byproduct, and this is something that's wrong with the manosphere on a foundational level. The currency the accepted currency is female validation now that became apparent once the females started coming in this space and how competitive brothers started getting over their validation and stuff like that it's like listen it's you are who you are whether they validate your pseudonym or not you don't get me wrong um female attention i guess it has some value but really you are who and what you are whether the women um whether the women validate you or not and unless you're able to comfortably say that about yourself then you're already extremely compromised hold on All right. Thanks, no guarantees. He says, Uh, we'll have to admit um, O's timing is impeccable with the articles that Alan Roger Curry highlighted um, in the news about incels. Oh, I get it. Well, um, I actually didn't see that. Shout out to ARC. I did not see that. Um, But I I guess uh, here's okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's one of the reasons why. Um, the whole incel argument is, uh, uh, first of all, I don't believe in making fun of brothers on, um, on the basis of sex or sexual attention from women, because everyone has a different level in that regard for one. And for two, it puts you in the mindset that I wanted to avoid. Um, you know, the one that I'm talking about here. You know, the, it mean, when you're calling others incels, it means that you are measuring a man's success by a woman's attention, meaning that she is the term, she is the one who determines your success. And once you are of the mind to where she is determining your sex, of course, you're going to be like, you should run the manosphere because you determine which men are successful. And as long as you determine me as successful, I will champion you running the manosphere that I found it. Or the black manosphere that I found it, rather. So that's why, you know, the whole incel thing. And besides, I mean, what is like, how long do you have to go without sex to consider yourself an incel? Like is it is it one month, two months, three months? Like, how long do you have to go before somebody just comes along and like, oh yep, you you turned it in cell today? So it's it's really like, yeah, and then if in that six months you had the opportunity with, you know, big Bertha with a slight mustache or something, but you turned it down, does that make you a non-incel because you had the opportunity and you didn't take it? It it's, it's really just so, I mean, are men in jail in cells? Like, it's really just so ridiculous. It's better to not get into it. But what it is, is what the word is, it's a word created by women to get men to compete on the basis of their validation. And that's what Obsidian is doing. And he's doing it on a, um, which means that, and because the Manosphere was built partially by him, that flaw that he has within himself is a flaw that is, it's a crack in the foundation of the Manosphere. And now the entire building is coming down as a result to this crack. You see, People are saying that he's changing up and he's flip-flopping, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And flip-flopping implies something instant. You know, you you flip and then you flop like a pancake. You just turn it over and and that's it. But no, this is something gradual because a person who have this in their core values, a person that has this in their um, core belief system, is destined to change as the attention that they get from females change. What we're seeing is an example of somebody who is going from poor to rich, as long as um, the currency is female intention. And I really shouldn't even say rich because if currency was female attention, then fresh and fit would probably be considered rich or Kevin Samuels would probably be considered rich in that regard. So really um we we are looking at somebody that's going from you know um broke to poor you're looking at somebody that's going from very okay you're looking at somebody who went from getting shot down by 12 young ladies in high school it can happen to, to to many guys, you know, it's the, I'm not shaming him for that. But you're he obviously didn't get the hold on. Hold on right quick.
2: This is how that goes. You want to know if you're a successful guy? Take a look around, see if any women are circling around you.
0: OK, so if he had this philosophy. In high school. And for those of you who don't know, and I'll just um, give a give a summation of the story. Actually, I'll put it out there. Oh, man, you come up and tell the story if you like. But um, I'll give a summation. So basically, um, in high school, he, um, like many young men of his time, wanted to go to the prom. And he asked 12 women to 12 young ladies to go to the prom. Um, each of whom said, no, thank you. Um, they, for whatever reason, they already had their dates. They already had their prospective dates. Um, they had boyfriends who knows, but you know, for, for whatever reason, they said no. And then, so he can have somebody to go to the prom with his mothers and sisters, um, brought home four women who were willing to go to prom with him. Um, however, he wasn't physically attracted to, so he turned them down. Um, and that's that's the prom story. Now, at that time, he would not meet his own definition of successful. He wouldn't. He Once again, if your definition of success is...
2: That's just how that goes. You want to know if you're a successful guy? Take a look around, and see if any women are circling around you.
0: So at that at that stage in life, they weren't really circling around you. So you started off adulthood, and trust me, millions of brothers are the same boat. So don't don't shame him for that, and don't be embarrassed uh, with him for that. But by your own currency measurement. You were not successful in that regard. And then you fast forward, what is it like 35 years or something like that? You know. And you now have a couple of women on YouTube who wants to share in your algorithm whatever you want to call it you know your youtube fame clout etc 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 they they want to do business with you yeah i guess that's the best way to describe it now you have women who wish to do business with you and you feel more successful the company of the people on your on your new channel your new secondary channel um that you co-host uh, for women makes you feel successful you are i am a success now and the proof is the women who i who is surrounded who surrounds me to do business and now that i am this successful person and this is where things this is where the building starts to collapse i mentioned the cracks in the foundation This is where the building is starting to collapse. Now that I have had this success, and that's a very sad way to measure success. But now that I have this quote unquote success, I'm going to use it to lord over those who do not have as much of it. meaning that I am a winner and everyone else isn't okay so here let me um let me read some of the comments here Not a game changer, a white guy explained he came up with it. Um, What are you referring to, the manosphere? Many dating coaches are guilty of doing this. Yeah. Well, he is a dating coach. But, I mean, according to him, if the currency is women's attention and validation, then... Yeah, so it's really the same philosophy. Bernard now game changer going in on obsidian messy. Um, how messy is it? There's nothing really more messy than saying uh should women run the manosphere, why not? That's a very messy thing. Really, this is me trying to clean up clean up the mess. This is me giving or attempting to give understanding and clarity to the mess. What's going on, Sigma? Hey, what's up, GC?
3: Nothing much, nothing much. What's on your mind, brother? Uh, uh just joining in on the topic. Um, I came in on the end where you were saying that so Obsidian's argument was that being surrounded by women is what defines uh, success now.
0: Here, I'll replay, I'll replay the clip for you. Hold on.
2: That's just how that goes. You want to know if you're a successful guy? Take a look around, see if any women are circling around you.
3: What do you think of that statement? I think that's nonsense. And I could tell you, I could. I was just listening to you, and I was thinking to myself, I'm going to give you a, a link, and we can add that to the conversation so we can bring this whole thing together. Because you were right when you said that he kills his own argument against Pookie. Because I come from a family of Pookies. Uh-huh. In My family, I was what would be considered the white sheep for Black people, right? I came from a family of working class people who dibbled and dabbled in the street life or they were fully engaged. When I came to certain relatives and told them that I wanted to go off to college, they thought I was wasting my time. They thought that's something that white dudes did or guys that come from the suburbs because they feel like, hey, you can get much more money out here hustling or at least go work at like Ford Motor, like some of the more straight laced members of my family. So when you talk about the woman factor, when I was in college, bro. I was broke. I was mm-hmm. on a full scholarship at a big 10 university, but I was having sex probably multiple t- multiple times some days, but definitely there was never more than like three or four days that I went without getting laid. Mm-hmm. So I guess by what I'd always heard before, this was something only Pookie did. I was broke, I was on work study scholarship, but one of the things was that I put, the reason I was getting laid so often is because what? Proximity to women. Being at a university campus with 60,000 students and like probably 60% were females, you're living right there with, with the with beautiful women at their most valuable um, sexual market value in their early 20s, right? Right. So proximity played a role. But also my time investment, I was constantly, constantly flirting and engaging with women at all because that's all I was thinking about. You know how it is, man. When you're like 19, 20, 21, bruh all you're thinking about is getting laid. So I invested a lot of time in it. I have proximity. So just unlimited opportunities with women. Now, when you get into the workforce, that proximity changes because you spend so much time working. Like when I got into the workforce, there were new gates put up that didn't exist before. You know, uh, in college, it was nothing to go, because the way that our dorms were set up, for example, right, when I was in the dorms, there was one uh, area of the dorm that was for the men, then there was for the women. So you just walk down the hall, a hundred women living right in the same building as you, 18, 19, 2021, 20, easy access. Now, when you get in corporate America, there's a whole different ball game when you're trying to holler at women at work. So you start to put your um, your job and your career before actually getting access to women. So they become more of a happy hour, after work, in between work, then your work starts to dominate your life. Mm-hmm. So for me, I felt like once I, since I've been in the workforce, I've never, unless I was on vacation or at some big festival, seen as many women in one place as when I was in my early 20s in undergrad. So this idea that it's based on women, that sounds like he's um, speaking on um, a delayed, I guess, a delayed uh, sowing your oats period, a delayed player stage or something. Because believe me, believe me, if it's just about the women, we can start with this article right here. So I'll just leave it there well before we get into the article
0: and um i got you judge um Mm -hmm. yeah um i definitely agree with that because you see there are certain workplaces that have um a higher concentration of women than others uh one that has an extraordinarily high concentration which i which i was a part of was the call center environment um and now trust me nothing is like college because they're all in the same age bracket and reasonable intelligence level so Nothing is going to get you better opportunity than in college. That's why the whole concept of educated lame is almost an oxymoron because it's like, oh, uh,
3: really? Yeah, I've never. i, I I've always, you know, uh, battled against that term. I, I prefer to use classic man or straight laced brothers or professional because I'm yeah. sitting like, bro, had my, dude, the dudes that I knew that was getting laid the most were guys at uni again. Exactly. Either, that- um,
0: and particularly even the regular guys did, but- but more specifically, the um, fraternity slash uh, athletes did.
3: Well, there was a hierarchy. At my university, yeah. the hierarchy was um, basically the jocks. Then it was like uh, the rich frat guys. Then just the general frat guys. And then that's when the looks part for the general student population, those that were not frat associated, that were not jocks, just guys that look good or guys that have mad charm. I had a crew. everywhere, yeah. I had a crew of guys. And at the time, we used to trade like books, on just the game. And uh, one of the books that someone gave me was a Tariq Nasheed book back then mm-hmm. called The, uh, the Mac Within with or something like that. And I remember just going crazy because everything he was saying in there was matching up to my life. So he just helped me polish up my, uh, my charm skills a little bit. And I mean, it was a point where when I graduated, I had this crew of about five guys that we just, we just terrorized the campus. Mm-hmm. I had a younger brother come up to me uh, like the week I was graduating, he, he was congratulating, me, uh, whatever, like, man, you know, congrats that you're graduating. And um, I was picking up one of my babes in the student union. And he was like, I am so glad that you're leaving this campus, bro. He was oh. like, you and, your, you and the dudes that you were with, y'all be fucking everybody's girlfriend. Right. It, it was a it was a status
0: thing because without yes. when you're in an environment where nobody has money you know the the status thing goes into play but my point is is that um um well I, I'll make a sub point and then this is why I never get into Pookie Ray Ray versus educated lame over women um argument because it's stupid because in the hierarchy that you mentioned Pookie Ray Ray wasn't there so I don't really know or care I really didn't care you know, what the athletes and, and fraternity members were doing either. I mean, you, you don't really lash out on a group based on how much pussy they get. That's just not something. Well, 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 well so, game right quick, Yeah, go ahead. Right quick. Um, So I wanted to say that to say some workplaces have, some scenarios have it better than others. Um, And uh, the reason why I bring that up is because Obsidian, this goes back to him, he's a skilled tradesman. Um, with no, he never
4: worked with his hand. He never did no manual labor. Let him tell it. <laughs> well, <Whoa>, OK. Um, <laughs> right. Remember that? He remember has that's told it he... before.
0: He has told it before. No, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, I, with you, I, yeah. I, I know. I know. He, He's a mechanical engineer, according to yesterday, what he said. But um, but no, um, he worked in an environment that seemed to be primarily men in addition to not going to college, he never seemed to have been in a high concentration of women environment. Now, yes. Uh, yes. you know, his, his entire life. So you're right. It is like a delayed player phase or delayed. So your wild oats thing, you know, cause now even in, in the menosphere, it's a very small concentration of women, but still it's higher than what he's used to. Yeah. And the reaction today art last night really echoes that
3: yeah and i don't i don't take that stuff um i've never that's why i've always told brothers to be thinking men themselves and i yeah. never i never supported the cult personality and you and i have talked about this in the past you know i've always been a person that said think for yourself don't listen to game changer don't listen to me take the information come to your own conclusion filter yeah. it through your own experience and then also go look at other opinions but in college when it came to the frat, jock, or if you were non-jock, we didn't, we didn't brag too much about it because guess what we always found out? When you got us all together, like we used to have, like, did y'all have a noon uh, b-ball at your university when you were in undergrad? No. Um, what we did have, um,
0: and this is because um, it wasn't a black university, and um, what we did have was uh, soccer because of so many international students, and that's something that even a nerd like myself could participate in.
3: Okay, see, we used to have noon ball, and what would happen, like a lot of the uh, the D1 football players that used to be hoopers in uh, high school, they mm-hmm. would come hoop with the general, you know, because a lot of guys, we can't make it at the D1 level in basketball because you know how competitive bass was, But mm-hmm. everyone would just come from all different areas of the campus at noon ball to hoop because they couldn't hoop for the team, but they had good skills. And we would swap stories mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I found out very quickly? We, mm-hmm. wouldn't even, we didn't Everybody even – Everybody fucked them. Yeah, there you go, Dre. Already, the there you go. we found out that we were fucking. all fucking eighty percent of the women on the campus that were at the noon ball. The jocks, the fraternity guys, and the charming or good-looking general population guys. We found out that no matter if you were a jock or a fraternity or not, you were fucking the you same fucking women. the same bros.
4: Yes, like, like, this one thing I want to say, and unfortunately, I, I'm not gonna I, man, man, now fuck it. You know, I, after what he did, I, I am gonna wish the bad luck on you. this is the problem when a motherfucker ain't never had any attention from women. Unfortunately, bro, the only attention that he's getting now is because they might see a way to capitalize and get a little piece of money. That's all. You've Hmm. never been the type of type of man that attracts women physically. So the only way that they are going to pay you any attention now is because they might be able to get something to up. No, man, no change uh but well, no, I'm, I'm not going to speak
0: no. um for or against his physical appearance.
4: No, no, I, but wait wait wait. I'm uh, well, okay. But
0: here's what I am just separating myself from from your, your statement on on his physical. Yeah, yeah. Point. Okay, but, when, when, never, but this is the problem. Never You're going to sit a, you he's sit never been in an occupation or a life event that had a high concentration of women. I I will say that part.
4: You know. Well, but the problem on. is a game changer is this. The problem is you've never had female attention on any type of scale. N- any at all. Unfortunately, if you don't realize, dude, you're a fucking mark if anything. You keep slipping up. You be the next person that catch a case might be your dumb ass or you put put a kid in the broad and she play you like that. I mean, you you see it coming already cuz you never think about it. This is a person where you know four homely sisters, nobody wanted to take it, no. I mean, you had to go round up some people and people had to damn near beg to get you to I mean, to go here but now you want to sit up here and make it seem like you've been some elite person and now you ain't never worked with your hands. No offense, dude. You no, you ain't no engineer because you don't got no degree. You I mean, no offense, dude. Me I I have more reputable than saying that I'm more of an engineer than that man is.
3: Well, you know, Dre. One of the things you find out, if you've ever been around dudes that have had a lot of sex with a lot of women, you'll find out that they don't prioritize women as much as those on the outside I think they well, do. Well, and mm-hmm. you know, this is the thing. Yeah. Like just like you said right there, I like I
4: was sitting up here and I was sitting up here talking like this. You might have said, after you start realize you don't have enough sex, then they go to show you when you have that moment where you sit back and say, "Well, God damn,
3: man." Sometimes I was the like, hoe. They, they no, call you me, I mean, You be like.
4: No. When you wow, have the moment dude. where you say, "God damn, I was a hoe," we, yeah. you didn't fuck that many women, yeah. that's how you know. Like Kevin even said one time, when we realized we talked about, yeah, yeah, yes, but then when you sit back and think about it, damn, nigga. Everybody in this group didn't this person. We did We didn't fucked about ten girls that we all know. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah.
3: right. I mean, you ain't getting no. Man, that happened hell. to me with my own brother, bro. That's why. Right. See, that's why when guys be talking about like red pill and blue pill, I don't like using them terms because to me, if you just grew up in the in a in a top 50 urban city and you engage in the life, you saw so much at a young age that it's weird to see dudes at 25, 35, 50 start to actually figure it out when. I've actually had a situation where I found out I was fucking the same girl as my own brother. And that was like, damn, like it happened to me, bro. Me and my brother found out we was fucking the same broad. So these women, they getting around with the dudes they want and they've been doing it. A lot of the women I've known growing up, they started out way before the dudes. did. They was like 13, 14. They were True. very active in the uh-huh. game. They were talking to older dudes. A lot of dudes. We didn't really start to come into our own until, like, junior, senior high school.
4: Yeah, I got to step off for a minute. But just give an example, I was sitting here this broad I've been messing with for about a year, and then she sit up here. I'm sitting here. She's talking one day. She's showing pictures, Come to find out I don't fuck both her sisters. I'm like not they're from surprised a different at all. Body. So to sit up here and say, you know what I mean? That's when you like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? That's a per but this man is a time you the first time you never had any attention from women and now it's gone to your heads because now you're just saying whatever sounds right at the moment, which shows that you ain't shit, shows that you don't have you don't have no confidence to stand on, and say, Hey man, th- that's what I used to be, or I used to be this person. Stand on, yeah, man. I'm used to be this person, but you can't do it. That's why I think it's good that young men it's get he's been exposed for women when they're crazy. young.
3: That's why it's good all right, man. to that I gotta experience go. when you're young. Okay, peace, peace. Thanks so that you don't, you know, end up in your 40s, 50s or 60s and you're just now coming into your own. Because if you already been getting women in 8th grade, cuz that's when I felt like I really started to have like those strong feelings that I couldn't resist was in about the 8th grade when it came to females. And then it just kind of picked up and picked up until like now you a senior in high school, now you're banging all the chicks in the high school. But when you would go off to college, that's an experience that's if if a man reaches 30 and he doesn't get to go to college, it's unfortunate for a lot of brothers to miss out on that, man. Because I still haven't been able to find anything that matches the overall experience of undergrad at that age and being so broke, but being so naive and just being open to opportunity and fun. It's, it's something that's unfortunate if you don't get to live that experience. Well, I mean, you had
0: Scott, I wouldn't recommend people go to college for fun. Um, I agree with what you're saying. It is an experience, and there are a lot of positives from the experience. I I wouldn't recommend that they do it um, for fun alone, you know, because you are preparing for your life. You know, however, if you if your life's path requires college, like mine
3: did, Mm -hmm. um, have fun while you're there. Well, this just comes. I think it just comes. It comes with the uh, the position, though. Like when you attend a large university, it's good. That's going to be there. You know, the opportunity. To, you know, for example, in my school, we have programs where you could go and spend a whole year at another university. You could go study abroad for a whole year and all your credits counted to our school. So my, my point is that I've still never seen an environment where you get as many opportunities, but with the option to, to also make mistakes but not destroy your life as you do when you're at a university because you're allowed to go study abroad. You're allowed to do campus exchange. You're allowed to live on and off campus. So you get an experience meeting women from all walks of life. That just comes with it. But obviously, if that becomes your priority, you won't be at university that long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. True. But um, I wanted to, I wanted to follow, I'm going to get into this article, but um, I want to focus on the prioritizing of it, you know, because I think that that's important. Like you were able to obviously maintain your grades and, you know, maintain your scholarship and things like that. Um, so that was something that you did have the good fortune of learning at a young age, but um, more or less you interacted with brothers, like no matter what there was, there was going to be um, the guy in your crew who was, you know, exceptionally charismatic and, you um, and good looking, um, and got more. And there's always, there's, there's always going to be a top guy and a bottom guy, every group of guys,
3: um, in your circle of five, did the top guy belittle the bottom guy? No, it was all like a team effort. It was like a basketball team. In my online crew, we all operated off each other. We understood that a top guy is also subjective because sometimes, you know, you go out with your homeboys to the club. We used to have contests. To uh-huh. see who can get the most numbers, who can get the woman home within the quickest amount of time. So it, it one night, you might go in there, you might kill it. All the babes is feeling it you know, like GC is on his thing tonight. You might come out with five, seven numbers. Maybe one of those girls you knocked within three days, you already hit. But uh-huh. then you go to the next club the next weekend, the vibe's different. Those women wasn't feeling you up in there. Now it's my turn. I came up. I, I had a great week. And it was I just always seen in my life that it depends on the type of women. Now, yes, there are some dudes that may be so, you know, at the top of the sexual market value; they can go anywhere and win. But those are rare. Those guys are extremely rare. Most guys are going to fall somewhere in the middle, where they have some women that feel them, some that don't. Now, but then there's the, but there's this group that exists in the sexual marketplace that are in the bottom twenty percent of men, and I call these guys the genetic dead ends. These are the men. That if you take transactional sex off the table, they're pretty much finished because there's so few women that would see that guy and say, hey, I want to have his kid. I've had women try to have my child as a broke dude where I was the one telling them, no, hell no, you're not bringing no kid into this world that I'm going to have a financial obligation to. But she didn't care because she just looked at it like, well, she she can take care of her family, whatever. No, I didn't look at it like that. But it's dudes that have reached the age of 40 that have never experienced one woman ever wanting to replicate them just strictly off her feelings towards him as far as his charisma his charm and his sexual attractiveness you'd be surprised how many dudes can reach 40 and have never met that woman a woman like that. okay yeah here's here's the thing um
0: you know there 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 are genetic gifts and curses that exist in the world and that's that's just you know, the unfairness of nature. So I, there really isn't, I don't really have shame for somebody who finds themselves uh, that way. Um, if a woman doesn't see your gene, you know, as something worth, you know, uh, continuing, I think that that alone gives women too much power, but um, they have it as far as, you know, sexual selection. So I, I, I do understand that, yeah. but there really shouldn't be any shame. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't um, be um, for for those particular guys. Now, um, there are circumstances where a guy like that who finds himself um, in the bo- bottom twenty, whether it's due to life circumstances or genetic misfortunes, um, finds himself outside of the bottom twenty. You know, he elevates.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: um, should he at that point in life? Uh, What would it say about his character if at that point in his life he begins to shit on the people who are still in the bottom 20?
3: I mean, that's to me is like a situation where let's say, for example, someone is poor and then they finally get themselves a good job and they become the exact person that probably when they were on the bottom, they despised. So that person person shouldn't be surprised when they become the object of being despised But also, they're going to find out that um, a lot of that stuff doesn't last. You know what I'm saying? The attention doesn't also always last because, again, you're still that bottom guy with a little bit of money. But as soon as that dude that really has it walks in the room, the women are going to go to him. Now, these women might act like you are on your business now whatever, but believe me, they're just waiting for that dude that was always in the room getting them to walk back in that room. As soon as he walks in, in fact, if you elevate women too much... That didn't used to give you a a high value in the sexual marketplace, they might take the gains that you give them and actually give them to the guy that they actually really do admire and desire. So you got to be careful with that too, of when you put a woman's validation too high, because sometimes they will use that validation currency to actually take it to the men that they actually want to be
0: with. And that's my point. That's what I'm saying. That's what happens when you have, when your currency is something that's inexpensive to one group, but expensive to another. And you came here late, but I used the African tribes who used to use seashells um, as an example. It puts you at an extraordinarily disadvantage if you are an inland tribe, um, because the coastal tribes, are, of course, are seashell rich, and you, just by geographics, are seashell poor, which means that you're really at their mercy. Um, women will be validation rich. They have infinite amount of validation, and men, of course, being validation poor, you know, will be susceptible to it. And you 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 automatically put yourself at the mercy of the women, and which is why you're you're saying, you know, they should be in charge. I'm going to sell access to your currency. I'm going to sell the manosphere for access to your currency. And that is your validation. If you validate me more, then you know you can have the manosphere or at least my stake in it. Uh that's that's the vibe I was getting from Obsidian. Let me get into this uh Let me get into this. Okay, it says three men in Tennessee have um, notched up, let's see, notched up a staggering 78 children by 46 women between them um, and are doing their best to squirm out of paying, uh, paying for a single one. All right. Now, it's funny because, and it's actually quite ironic, that Obsidian talks about this story. But when he talks about, you know, who is um, I don't want to say select because then it would like bring his contradiction full circle. But when he talks about who women select um, or who's successful by the number of women that they have surrounded by them. Well, apparently these guys have, um,
3: you know, between the three of them, they have 46. Oh, and that was the old number. Actually, they did an updated article and now it's above 100 because after this article, There were more women that got pregnant by those same three dudes. So it's actually above 100 now at this point. Right. But if we go off of that definition, off of Obsidian's definition, these guys are successful. Yeah. Those are the most successful guys. So this whole conversation, because again, I came in this space around the same time you did, 2018. Mm -hmm. And this is where I came in at with this conversation. Because that was back when there was the beef between O'Shea, Angry Man, and uh, Obsidian. And -hmm. that was the whole conversation when I came in, so I was dropped into this through the algorithm, and it was this back and forth about Pookie and Ray Ray, and that's why I've never gotten back into this conversation. I'm not going to get back into it, because that was when I came in, in 2018. So now it's like, so we're saying now that Pookie was right the whole time. So if Pookie was right the whole time, then there is no purpose um, of you having that conversation anymore, because that was the argument, was that Pookie was winning because he was the superior male within that Black um, American uh, community right? That was the argument. So if the argument now is that the man that has the most women, then I must be a loser because I got cousins who are not, who are not educated to the street, street. multiple baby moms, multiple women. But with me, I've always been more about quality. Even when I was getting a lot of quantity, I always had, was more about the quality of the woman. So a dude that just says, Hey, I'm a fuck 10,000 fat women. And he has ten thousand fat women him, He's the most successful male, according to his his new standard. I can't rock with that. Well, I mean, I don't. Fat women are not women, so
0: like they don't count in a man's overall sexual accomplishment. But Lizzo,
3: the Lizzo fans are shaking right now. They throwing tomatoes at the screen right now. Hearing that, man.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You mess up your laptop if you want to. Fat women are not women, so. You know, if you had sex with you know a um, thousand and one women, and only one of them wasn't fat, then you had sex with one woman. And if you had sex with a thousand fat women, and that's it, you're a virgin. Like fat women are not women.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I don't know. This whole this this whole idea is, is silliness, but it's probably just like one of those things where, um, you know, just spark a conversation, I guess. But I definitely would not trade places with my 20 uh, year old version of myself now, because now I've reached that point where I'm very close to cracking, you know, um, hundred grand and being able to pretty much, you know, not even work in the office place ever again. I wouldn't trade the, the, the knowledge and the money and the security for the time in my life where I was just banging something every single day, multiple times sometimes. I mean, it was insane. Just a month, when I look back on it, Sometimes I shake my own head like, wow, just unbelievable how much sex was on my mind at that time. And I was Mm -hmm. acting on it every chance I got. But now it's like, once you've done something, you know, what's the the term I'm thinking of? When you do something for so long, it loses value. Um, It's redundant
0: or or repetitive, maybe?
3: uh, I just lost the word for some reason. Oh, diminished returns. Yeah, diminished returns. Yeah, I lost it for a second. But yeah, like you, you reach a point of diminishing returns as a man once you had sex with a certain amount of women? Well, again, this isn't about sex.
0: It's about validation. And um, in my opinion, you were right to stay out of the Pookie Ray Ray. I mean, the reason why I stay out of it is because I didn't know that they were winning in that regard. And I just assumed that it was a regional thing, that in some regions, you know, they were winning. I I didn't pay attention to what they were doing um, because my you know, teens and early 20s was much like yours and you, you know, th- you just really don't know and really don't care, you know, like they're, they're on their own side of campus or, you know, on their own side of the world and doing whatever they do. Um, so there wasn't an awareness of their sex lives to even be jealous of. Um, uh-huh. Now, I do want to say this, and then we'll go to, um, to Brother Morpheus. Um, about the about the brothers who participate in the Puki Ray Ray um, Educated Lame conversation as it relates to female validation and female sex. I think that both sides may be suffering from the grass is greener syndrome. Meaning that if your grass is brown, you just assume that everybody else has greener grass than you. Um, I, I think that that might be what's going on. Like if you, if you find yourself in a situation where you're not getting the attention that you, that you feel you should be, and, um, you think that the other side is getting more attention than you, but they probably are suffering from the same problem that you are. Uh, they just, you know, it just seems like they have to be doing it. You know, they have to be given
3: to someone. That's what I kind of. Well, you know, that whole to- reset. you know, when, when the rich, old rich people call people like new rich. And they, they have this uh, distinction that they make, like people that are come from like generations of money yeah. versus those that just come in. That's why they make that, because the old rich will say about newly rich, oh, they're newly rich, because they act out certain behaviors that are common among someone that's just come into money. And it's so repetitive that they can just point to it. It's the same thing with dudes that if they haven't had a lot of access to women, and I mean, you know, more the kind that the average man might want. Then when they first get that access, they're going to act like they're like the new rich. But then over time, again, the law of diminishing return kicks in. But for a lot of guys, this may be delayed because in America, the financial part can play a big role if you don't have the right looks and charisma, that financial thing. And that usually comes later in life. So it's like a delayed thing for these guys. All
0: right. Yep. Kenneth Williams, um, I appreciate the
3: super sticker. Thanks a lot. Um, Cortez
0: Smith says something interesting. Um, after college it gets harder for pretty much all men. Absolutely. Um, and, and like, um, like Sigma says, it's a matter of proximity. You as a man really didn't change, um, from 22 to 23. Um, really it's just a matter of proximity. Um, your proximity has changed. You're not in an environment where society has grouped all the women from 18 to 22 in one spot and then put you in the middle of that spot. So, yeah, that's that's just something that's going to happen, you know. Um, and, yeah, it's nothing it's, – I mean, it's just one of those things that happen. It's it's, it's a fortunate or unfortunate uh, series of events. But we're going to hey, go to Morpheus. Can I
4: question, Game Changer? Uh, who's that? Uh, Dr- Judge Dre. Uh,
0: yeah, and then we will go to Morpheus
4: okay i said let's see like like we sit up here and we talk okay fine you know like we made the stories you yeah, we banged a lot of brought this that and the other but that was at a young dumb age it's like to make that same mistake with the rhythm and stuff you have now that shows a, a, you know you have to really look deeper into that and shows that a person <laughs> really more unstable than everything else because if you've you've been able to learn from your experience and learn from other men or experiences around you and now that you've just slowly like come out like that and even at 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 the possibility of sex it just really got you just going anywhere imagine if you actually got laid
0: well let's let's i don't want to put that on oh man because you know how they say, you know, um, sloppy blowjob away from, you know, turning a uh, blue pill or something like that. I'm not going to put that on Oh man because it's not about sex. He didn't really mention sex. It's more about had-
5: attention is a validation. You yeah. know, yeah, been so validated.
0: It's about, it's about
1: female and, attention.
0: And, right. And that's something that, you know, you and did even after college. And, him and, him well, th- that's something that's <laughs> um, more freely given, um, especially if, like Sigma say, you work um, around women. You know, there right. are more women in corporate America than they are in the skilled trades, or right. you know, working with your hands. So you know, I, he, we're we're talking about a deficit of that uh, more so than sex. I think that that's what's yeah uh, the problem. So I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like he's he's sexually thirsty or something like that. And um, you know, he's I, just I attention
5: thirsty for women. Yeah,
0: it's it's really a matter of female attention. But you got it, you got it, Marcus.
5: Okay, what I was going to come and say because i I've been wanting to say this, but. People feels like, for the people that feel like jealous of Pookie or whatever, you, un- you gotta understand that Pookie's living a, a female lifestyle. What I mean by that is they're getting by by their looks and charisma. Think about all the Pookies, all the guys that had baby mom, all these baby mothers, and now they're 50 or 60 years old. They're broke as hell. They're on the corner talking hey, about their height. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah, like, man. if what I see on that, and that's why sometimes some, I heard you say it earlier, some Pookies will look at, "Quote unquote educated lame" and be envious because yeah, they were getting women all their younger lives. It's kind of like the Al Bundy thing. Al Bundy was the man in high school, and then when he got older, he was nobody, and that's what happens to pookies. Now the educated dude, yeah. you know, their 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 gold comes at the end of the rainbow, but sometimes they they got this animosity that they didn't get the gold in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? I disagree. Well,
0: here, disagree. Here, here, well, if I if I can respond uh, right quick, Emily, and then you're next. Right. Um, I would agree with what you said, but um, it's not just Pookie that relies on his looks to get sex. I'm sorry. So it's not just Pookie that relies on his looks to get sex. Well,
5: I'm like, saying that, that that's yeah. their main that's their main thing to get sex is their um, looks.
0: What I'm what I'm saying, like or like what Sigma Well, like what Sigma described. You know, um, if you weren't in a fraternity or an athlete, right? then you tend to rely on your looks and charisma. So you're really pretty much in the same boat as Pookie. Um, yeah, but, but if they, you're if
5: you're in a fraternity, most, most likely you're gonna graduate, you're gonna get some money. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Well both We're, are. Both both are. But um a lot are. of those pookies with a lot
5: of baby mothers when they get when they give out 50, 60, they're broke
0: and the no, kids no, don't want to have no, nothing I, to do I, with I them. I get what you're saying, brother. We're on the same side in some regards. What what I'm saying about the um, about the looks. Most men rely on their looks. I think that there is an assumption that Pookie is doing better, even at a younger age, than non-Pookie's. I think that that's something that non-Pookie's just assume is going on. Because in the movies, in the movies, Pookie cleans up. In the movies, Pookie is always cleaning up. and Baby Boy, hey, he was cleaning up. and New Jack City, I, I guess you could say he cleaned up. But... In real life, do you really see that? Like, how often do you see No, no you don't. It, no. Like, how often do you see, like, a dude with his pants underneath his ass?
5: I, I see it all the time. When a, when a diamond, but then again, I'm in okay, Florida. That's, that's a regional Central. thing.
0: That's a regional thing. Florida is the weirdest place in the, in the world. Right?
5: <laughs> but know, I it see it, it in New York, too. I'm, I'm originally from New York.
0: Okay. Well, I don't really see that. Like, every time I see because it. If you it, have a
5: DMX personality in New York, you clean it up.
3: Okay, so what I do see oh damn. But are another, you talking but are you talking about dude because again there's some dudes that maybe look like that but yeah if like you bank. look are yeah. you talking about dudes like that They got bank or are you talking about just like a a dude that's broke and that's on some hood shit. Oh yeah,
5: yeah, they're broke. I knew a dude I knew a dude when I was younger. He was literally sleeping on the floor and he had a bad chick and she was sleeping on the floor with him.
0: Oh
1: well, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I just kept looking
5: at it and staring at. It. I just couldn't but believe it.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Well, Regin's, Regin's and
5: he proud. was ugly too. It's, it's just he could dance, and he had a little poofiness. That that was his whole thing.
0: Okay. All right. So, no. so do, 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 do.
6: this is why this thing is false. It's always false. You have to provide examples because the loser class men who have come to YouTube to brag about this shit, is merely just bragging about it. There's no proof. There's a bunch of women here. No women are choosing up on these dudes, so the whole thing is false. And I've always no, thought it, it was false. It proof.
5: I'm not saying it happened to me. No, I not do that. No, you know uh,
6: I, I am saying there are a lot of women here. And mm-hmm. if these so-called pookie dudes was fucking laying it down like that, we would see a lot of these dudes get chose up on. Since we don't see that, the whole thing is false until you provide proof. No, they,
5: they get chose up. I, My point. My point was they don't... No, 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 they, no, no. They, they get out.
6: chose up on by women... Listen, they get chosen up on by women who fucking use them for kids. So, so what I'm saying, using this as a standard at all isn't some shit that men should be actually having a conversation about. This is some I'll, shit that women should have conversation about because I'm, that's I'm how glad, women get control over that, the
5: environment. I'm glad you made that point because I, I did come to that conclusion that they were being used for kids. Correct. You're right about
6: that. And, 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 and to have control over the household and the environment by using said person to do that. Because trust me, I have seen one out of 10 be with whoever to keep that freedom going. They really didn't even give a damn about anything else that was going on. So to to me, it was always false because I've seen it from a law enforcement aspect. I've seen it from a bounty hunter aspect. Mm -hmm. These dudes ain't really laying it down like you fucking think they are.
3: And he's right about the control piece because again, when I was in that phase of my life, when I was first getting started off in my career and coming out of college, I had a phase where I was doing the homosexual thing where I would take advantage of the women I were with to, um, you know, to, to get money out of them, to break free while I saved my money until I could get out on my own. And you know what? It sounds good. But when you're in that situation, those women will always try to control you. They oh, yeah. They yes. want to your phone. Uh, yeah. Where were you at? Hey, I was with the friends. who we went bowling. Oh, you was with that chick. So believe me. There's definitely a trade-off and that you're going to pay in terms of your privacy and your control when you give mm-hmm. women that position over you. So I, I have to agree with him on that one. Oh, yeah,
5: okay. absolutely. Look, listen, yeah. listen, I'm not trying to say they're living their the best life. That's not what I was coming on here to say. Murphy. I was just oh, no. Oh, no,
3: no.
0: Okay, so what you see on the screen, what you see is what they get. Like, I know yes. all... All regions are different, but you know, like the forty-six women, you like, yay, forty-six. But you know, it's forty-six of this,
5: yeah,
1: and this, yeah,
5: yeah. This, okay. yeah some this. some regions are different. Like and, Florida and then, is. I always tell people, Florida is an ugly man's heaven because if you're ugly, you can get a pretty chick here <laughs> being ugly. I'm I'm serious. I what? know dudes have gold teeth; they look like caricatures, and they're pulling bad chicks. I only oh, see no. it here in Florida, to be honest.
0: No, yeah, I, I get it, I get it. But yeah, Kodak
5: Black, Kodak Black, perfect example. Believe it or not, he probably was pulling chicks before he was famous, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, that's, if I'm ever ugly, I'm going to to Florida. Okay, so um, I get that aspect of it, I do. I'm just saying that um, I don't really see that much of a deference in Pookie's love life versus the um, educated lame's love life to where they should really be fighting on that basis. Is that's That's that, essentially what I was getting at.
3: And, and, and again, I just, I never it, it, it goes it. back and forth too, because again, these guys that are putting that female validation, that mm-hmm. I, the same women will bang all of you. That's what I don't understand about Correct. this whole thing, yeah. I have no women. When I used to work for the courts, I can tell you an absolute fact. I was dating a chick that was a lawyer, and I knew female lawyers mm-hmm. who would date other lawyers who would date older dudes, but also would fuck their clients too, who are felons.
1: Well,
0: yes. I mean, we shouldn't be competing um, with each other over who that lawyer fucks. What in the hell is Brenda talking about? Um, I'm agreeing with that, saying Pookie leads with looks, charisma, um, that they have mouthpiece, um, but have no stability or foundation. Listen, we all lead with oh. that. We all lead with that. Don't give me that. It isn't exclusive,
6: to, exclusive them. to them. It, it, it isn't exclusive yeah. to them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did your, did your dude, did your current boyfriend walk up and say stability, foundations? Did he walk up to you on some stability foundation tip? You know, I mean, come on now. We all know that lead. was the guy
3: that she turned
0: down that did
1: that. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, like
0: well, she's, but, she's, but, with but, she's with a dude now, but in Brenda's cool people, but I'm just saying, like, we're not like we all lead with that, you know, that because that's what we have. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I guess my humor, you know, falls under the charisma category, but we lead with what we have in those regards. And yes, a person absent those things. Um, would have to rely on stability or something like that. But, I mean, no one is entirely absent those things, for one. And for two, the whole Pookie Ray Ray educated lame argument really assumes that Pookie Ray Ray has all the looks and charisma. And educated lames don't have any. Like right? That's the only way that argument makes sense, or it makes sense to even have it when that's not true. know i mean a pookie is going to win if he's handsome and charismatic regardless so is a educated lame you know like like sigma says like you know if you if you're handsome and charismatic you're going to win no matter what and if you if you (coughs) aren't either of those things you probably would gravitate towards heavily um in in one regard or another you know either education or pookieism or something like that and that's because you know, without the without the looks or charisma, you're really going for status. And yeah. whether that's street status or, you know, status that comes through socioeconomic status, um, or you know, through education or whatever, you you you're going to try to do that regardless. And and I get it, it's no shade on anybody who does that. It's you know, like do what you can. Yo, know, but you have to
6: understand that um it's smart on Brenda's part to keep putting that out there. And let me understand let me tell you how women They leverage what they want men to act like. So since most dudes want to take a shortcut, what she's doing is just sipping the pool by like, look, you want access? This is how you got to act, and this is how you got to be. Boom. So she's going to leverage exactly what she wants to get out of the circumstance because men don't really work together to control the environment. So I understand why she would actually think that because she gets what she wants here. Now, if there's the polar opposite, you know, you go to Germany, these women are jumping out the fucking window trying to get dudes to just commit to a fucking relationship before they get to the infinite sex portion. So I I get it. And um men have to understand that why you don't have these power level conversations and immediately allow one side to be leveraged against the other when we should actually be working together and making sure that these arguments don't happen in front of people. Who definitely got your best interest at heart, like like most women do. So I I get it. Yeah, um I
0: don't I agree with what you say, but i don't I don't think that that's what she's doing
6: no 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 it's, it's it's not what she's doing, but it's but you see women who do that like but like what she said was actually true, but how it could be leveraged the wrong way is most women who don't have your best interest at heart can say the same thing and mean something totally different, even though it sounds the same as she said
3: well, something okay. else I wanted to add to what we were talking about earlier um in regards to you know this whole validation thing is that. I've known guys who were even better at my job than I was when I went into a workplace, they were at the top of the food chain in that office or in that department. But then when you went out with them to the happy hour, these guys tended not to be that successful with women for whatever reason, but they were <laughs> successful as hell when it came to their job and to their skill set. That just happened to be an area where they were not as successful, Not not that they couldn't be, but because they hadn't invested as much time in their um, seduction as they had in their actual technical skills. So I'm not going to say to the guy who's an A-plus master when it comes to web development and fixing the computers in my workplace and then say, well, you're not successful because we went out to a-, a happy hour last night. You got dissed by all the ladies in there. No, I can't say that at all. That person's successful in that field. They may just not <clears throat> be successful with the women on that day. Yeah, exactly.
6: That's why it's situational it's, and, it's, and actual circumstantial.
0: It's it's allowing women to determine who is successful. That I don't Correct. agree with. You know, and I don't at all why, either. Yeah, and, and that's why you know I'm against subsidian stream last night. You know, because that was the crux of it. Like that's where it ultimately leads. If the women are the great deciders of your ranking structure within your organization then of course they're the leaders of your organization and if you created an organization like that then it's doomed to
3: fail and you know i i would just assume not be a part of it well i think the greatest debate in the history of this whole black youtube would be yeah. 22 versus before even any i know mot was here before you and i but let's say what i've heard about him in 2016 and 2017 the greatest debate would be to splice a debate between him and himself Because when I oh 2015 obsidian
6: versus now obsidian oh my god that would be that would be (laughs) wow because in
3: 2018 it was all about Pookie as a destruction of the black community and all this kind of talk but if now you're saying that Pookie who who has the most children by the most black women in the black majority is the most successful total contradiction of everything ever said before and I just can't roll with it again because these women are gonna choose. Who they choose, or they choose for a number of reasons, it can be different reasons on any given day. Or they could just choose based on brothers. this is what I want brothers to consider to be successful.
6: Correct.
0: Correct. Right. Yeah. But once they once they I start agree. doing that, it's it's an automatic loss because they're like, okay, this is you know, then Derek Jackson would be the head of the Manosphere. Like, I mean, by his logic, yeah. Derek Jackson is more successful. Well, I mean by most matrices he is,
3: but yes, that absolutely he must be the king of all kings because he at least before that whole infidelity thing, that guy didn't he have whole panels of women over a thousand yeah. live just listening and, to him. And movies? he
0: had seminars with women only. So
3: yeah, and yeah. he was yeah. one of the seminars he said before when it with all the women. He said that I remember him telling a story when I was on the panel about being at one of those seminars and how the girl he was with came back telling him how all these girls were saying how they want to bang the guy. You see what right. I'm saying? So, yeah. So, I mean, if that's how Obsidian measures success, then
0: Derek Jackson is successful. Like, that's-
6: uh, I, mean, I mean, but it's smart for him, if, him to ally with those people to gaslight everybody else. Because the point is, is to create as much controversy as possible and not have him answer for it. Have us try to answer for it with him not present. Like, that's how this content strategy kind of goes. It's to leverage the most impossible type of standard, even though you don't apply to it, and try to super broad brush it on everybody else, and try to gaslight everybody else who's not part of that specific and particular conversation. So I understand what's happening and why. It's just that if you pay attention to Obsidian for like at least 2015, like I have, it's really no surprise. It's no surprise. It isn't, he said he was here for what he's here for. And this is just the latest metamorphosis of obsidian. And who knows? Something else will happen in the uh, ether, and all of a sudden he's back over, kind of over here. Uh, all it takes is something to happen in the news because it's circumstantial. So you have to go from one circumstance to the other to the other. And when there's nothing going on, you got to have a met- metamorphosis if you're going to be stuck. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. who heard all Obsidian's talking points by now?
4: Everybody has. Mm-hmm. Right about yeah, there. and I and, I, and
0: I, I want to get into that, but Judge, you have something.
4: Uh, I just said, yeah, I mean, I hate to say something that, you know, I, I, I realized that back with the Ren and Taz shit. I said, the man has, uh, uh, I've seen wet paper bags with more stand up.
0: Oh, uh, Judge, Judge broke up. So he's talking about the Ren and Taz days. Um, yeah, um, that that was an interesting period. And, in, you know, I guess man. You was around for that, right? Game changer was that slightly before you? Um, no, no, that was I was around for that.
6: All right, I, I mean I don't know about y'all, but I kind of liked the show for a little bit when it first started off. Then you know the rocky situation, and then it just fell apart. But yeah, I watched it in the beginning.
0: <clears throat> now um, Cortez has a theory out there. He's basically saying um, that um, Oh Man is trolling, um, and yeah, that would be he is, he is correct. Yeah, um, which. Is not really. I don't know how you. How Yeah, we got
4: a bad storm here in Cleveland. It's coming down. I think oh, that's the interfering with. Yeah, but I mean, you say this man just is flipped on everything. I mean, we should have known that when he, he did shit with Ren and Tass. I mean, it's like every eight months, this dude just totally flips. And I mean, like I said, he's got uh, less stand up than a wet paper bag. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, it, it, it is bad, but, um, I wanted to, um, do you think that all of this is a troll? Yes.
6: Yes. That's what he does. Like, like when you have him cornered and he spin moves out of it and pretend like you don't know what words mean. Of course he's trolling. Yes. That's what this all is. It's to troll men. That's what it's about. Cause, cause you've not given people access to better products. You're not giving people access to better selection than women. And it's, it's, it's the shit to just troll black men and not give them solutions while talking to the women that, that he always wanted to talk to but not really deal with. I think it's a win-win for him, not, not really for everybody else. But
3: Well, I, well, I think, think it's just, I think it points to the bigger thing, trolling or not trolling. I just think that black men have to get it in their mind. Stop trying to live vicariously through men oh. online that you've never met, you don't know. You don't know uh, what they've been through compared to what you've been through. You don't know they, how they interface in the real world. I think that, to me, is the biggest problem that I've noticed coming to these kind of spaces that men are, instead of getting on what they need to do to actually succeed in life and meet their goals, they spend more time living vicariously through online characters. That's <laughs> a bigger problem, in my opinion. Do you think that somebody... I mean, I, I think it goes along the, the perspective same perspective. thing, King Signal.
0: Right, right right quick who who do you think that people want to live
3: online through like in the manosphere I think every I think any content creator it doesn't even have to be um I think when a lot of people come to these spaces living vicariously through the characters that are content uh creators <laughs> even, you, even you could be a person that they're living vicariously through the way that you talk the way that you share your experience there's people out there that want to do that but they don't feel like they can do it so they live through anyone that could be a content creator Everybody. Yeah, like I mean, that, think about it. It's people, probably well, this is The this home that would love because...
4: to be Stovegate. They would love to be called the dude with Stovegate. It's probably some, somebody sitting in the audience. Nah. <laughs> no, but for real, think about it. To sit up here and say, wait a minute. I went out of town. I had enough money. A nice chick showed me around, and then I was able to leave her with something. It's some men that, hey, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's somebody in there. And you had access to it
6: for three weeks? And you had access to it for three weeks? Right. Come on,
4: think dude. Talk about it, ass. <laughs> but think about it. Now, I mean, no offense. I don't think an old man could do that.
0: Well, you know what's interesting? Um is that
4: <laughs> I mean, you really want to go somewhere with that. I mean, do you think that a woman uh, and, and even a semi could put up with him for real? For well,
0: long? um, um she didn't speak english so she probably just you know he wouldn't say anything to turn her off but um, <laughs> but no but um but w- there's something else going on there with that as far as obsidian goes because he actually can you know he's technically retired but his current occupation he can do from anywhere well, you know, at, I've done my friends in the Dominican. I mean, I well, people, wait, wait, okay. different things, you know. There's
3: some lies things, in that man.
4: bullshit, because I'm going to just tell you like this. If you supposedly got hurt and all that shit back then. See, I started paying attention now. As a person who actually was injured on the job, so I know how the workers comp and all that shit goes. So if you supposedly got hurt on the job and that had to stop you, And why the fuck back then did we have to come to help you pay your bills? I mean, well, like I it was—it was, it was reporters like me; it was giving you a hundred dollars a month just to make sure you was cool. Well, I mean, here's, I said, here's so how I
0: see it.
4: Um, wait, wait, wait. Plain and simple, for you to sit up here and say that you was something, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you on workers' comp, you get you get all this shit damn near for free, and you get a stipend, you get a, per, a portion a month. So something ain't right there. And then with your ass flip-flopping back and forth so much, now you're starting to sit up in there and think maybe it's all a lie. See, I think um, what
3: happens here, with guys, happens, I think that Dre is speaking to kind of a buyer's remorse. Nah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just no, this no, no, I'm not saying that you, I'm just saying it sounds kind of like a, a situation with buyers remorse, where you thought you were buying something and then you found out that it, that it wasn't what you thought and then you went to get your refund and you can't get a refund back. And that's what I was speaking to about people living vicariously through consecrators. Yeah. A <laughs> lot of the time, that's what happens to them. They They have this buyer's remorse like, man, I thought that this was about A, but oh. then come to find out, now this guy's telling me, I was way off. It's actually Z, but I was funding A. And now they're seeing that it was actually, it changes every day. And so these guys end up having buyer remorse. But if you would actually just have a standard of, I'm going to support the message and not the consecrator or um, personalities, you'd probably be better off. It's just my opinion. Well, here, um, I, I want to talk about what Dre was talking about. I, I
0: got you the man. Um, okay. Um, I want to talk about what Dre was talking about because it also says something about the need for validation. Um, Well, Obsidian, um, he, he has the lifestyle that nothing about his lifestyle prevents him from like living abroad. Like O'Shea does Uh, no kids, you know, no, no job at a brick and mortar place that requires that he's in office all the time is really nothing that stops him from moving to a sunnier place of the world than, you know, uh, which is what I recommend many brothers. If you retired military, if you're retired in general, and if you're not bound, then um, I would definitely at least consider it. I mean, if I didn't live abroad, I would vacation, (coughs) you know, and and monthly intervals abroad. Um, He he definitely can do that much like O'Shea, but um, he's choosing not to. And I think the thing that, that binds him, um, to Philadelphia is the validation from Philadelphian
1: sisters.
3: Well, that, I don't think that's, that's what it fun. is because he's told me before on panels that he doesn't even date women in Philadelphia. He says he actually goes to other cities to get them to come to Philadelphia. So it's not the Philadelphia women. I yeah. think it's more of a comfort, if, if anything, it's more likely he's just comfortable in that environment. But it ain't the women because I've heard him say many times that he imports women from other cities to Philadelphia well uh, 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 yeah, uh, Same here
4: yeah I've heard him say that many many times but supposedly with his the particular lady friend and all this other crap and I'm like this is when you can flip and change your stuff so much who knows that means you can lie and see I got a problem like that is I can't stand liars. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I'm the type of person who say we was cool and you lied or even lied and involved me in anything, that's automatic grounds for being hit. You being we fighting off rip. Because I, I got a problem is I don't I don't like me in that lie because you can't trust them motherfuckers. I mean any shit come down, you you can't keep people around like that around. If right. you a lie, that's the worst type of man. That's
0: no, the let worst me, let, let me uh let me get let me get the man I am, seventy seven am.
7: Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? Pretty good, bro. Can, can y'all um, hear me? What up? What up? if I can be heard. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't have a whole lot of skin in the game, but I did want to put in my little two cents because I'm kind of new to all this. Okay. Um, how does a person feel like, if a person is trying to sell their book to these in-sales or these non-selects that this gentleman, you know, you know, goes around talking about, how does he, uh, it, it, when he's kind of like, bashing the people in the audience or is, is he directing who is he actually directing all his his talking points to when he's uh sounds like he kind of belittles people in his arguments when he's making point when i've seen him on other panels it's almost like he's i can answer that him. question for you man. i just i was it was always interesting to me. yeah man I, I can answer that if i can GC? Oh. yeah
0: you
6: got, it, you got it all right so so what you got to understand is is that most people come here lost and they're looking for quick solutions Part of that market employee is that I'm ahead of you. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Stand here in line and eat out of my hand. That's kind of what that is. Because I don't think there's all these incels and all these non-select lane, whatever that shit is. Like, look, you put these dudes in a better marketplace, not like they should just bow down to what's here in the market. I'm not for that at all. I'm I'm here for men to actually get themselves better and move to a different market not be a better choice for the people currently in the market but they're marketing an actual solution that these people don't even know doesn't even work because that person's not going after that type of person either he's not going after the women that he's trying to push off on other men that's that's always the problem i have with that
2: so so
7: he's just acting and lying this whole time he's just made up a whole persona to men that correct guess that and how would you call do you guys find it kind of interesting that somebody would call themselves a non-select i mean i've never heard that term matter of fact i just found out what an incel was in 2021
3: You're Look, not the only one bro most of us were the same way when we came here there was lots of terms yeah like uh <laughs> heard of non-select never, never, select, um like, what? educated lame those weren't terms yeah, all like is, in real life like that when i came to this space that's when that like damn people really feel like this even when it comes to the um the misery that you see here, I never saw the level of misery in real life that I see, you know, that comes together in these social media spaces. Well, um, the thing about the term non-select
0: um, um, seventy-seven is that it's not; it doesn't have to be a consistent term, and that's the problem. I mean, this, and that's why I never really embraced it. Non-select just means that women aren't selecting you. If they um, if they start to select you then how can you be the voice of a non-select anymore? You see what I mean? That wouldn't make it, any sense. Yeah, any exactly. Sense. So like t- some titles are static. Some titles remain the same no matter, are final. They remain the same no matter what. Like, you know, like black, for example, you know, or or short or tall, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Some things are just, are just stagnant. But it's kind of like I'm the voice for poor men, but all somebody has to do is make you rich and you're no longer the voice for <coughs> poor men, you know? Right. And so that's what they did to break up unions in the past. Like, so yeah. it, I mean, it it's it's something that leaves you susceptible to, you know, them. And that like I say, it's currency and they don't actually have to select Obsidian to do this. They just have to pseudo select. They just have to give attention and validation. He didn't say actually you know, uh, speaking yeah. with these women. You know, <laughs> so real. he's a mark.
7: So this is a marketing ploy for him
0: to get the back. Uh, I think that that, um, this is a marketing point for him to get attention from women. Now, what you were saying, what you were asking about the book is um, interesting because um, I haven't read the first one or the second one, and I'm not going to. But and this is it because, you know, I. um, When did you come out with the second one? We came out yeah, with yeah a, he has a female. He
7: has a, yeah, a female, female version. version. But, He's going to the yeah. feminist route. He's you know oh, he switch whole lanes.
0: Well, know. we
3: got we got to deal with oh. this incel while we all on here. We got to deal with that too because I just heard the brother game changer mention how these people equivocate on terms all the time. That's why I don't use red. <coughs> red. That's why I don't use the term blue pill, and that's why I try not to use incel and these <coughs> words because these words are meaningless. Like for example, it, when I heard the word incel for the first time, right? I Mm -hmm. took incel to mean exactly what it means when I went and looked in the dictionary, involuntary and celibate. Mm -hmm. Somehow in the time that I've been around these guys in this space, it doesn't mean involuntary celibate. It means whatever they needed to mean in order to use it as a cudgel against other men. I'm gonna say, this is the definition that I understand incel to mean. You are involuntarily (coughs) celibate, meaning you want to have sex, but you are unable to have sex. For whatever reason you're not having sex um the woman you wants to have sex with won't have sex with you um you're stationed on a boat somewhere in the navy you can't get access to women so in that state you can't get laid so you're involuntary celibate but there, i've heard guys say but you could be getting laid and still be instant i was like yo these guys here i'm gonna say it straight out they are psychopaths
7: So they just make that stuff you up come it. across yeah. in these spaces
3: on here you guys better be careful Because there are lions walking in these digital spaces that, without this YouTube thing, they are nothing and they are broke. They are Mm. psychopaths, bro.
1: Mm.
0: Well, Well, you are
3: the. That's what
0: what I'm talking about. Like, the, the tool that we use to shame each other is based primarily, if not solely, on a woman's form of validation. We basically shame the men that women don't validate and we champion the ones that do. As long as we do that, <clears throat> now we are at we are at their mercy in that regard, which is why organizations like that are, are doomed to fail. You know, it's always been a, a woman's organization if they have the power um, of determining who you validate and who you don't. Like that's oh. just, you know, it 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 was it was done at the foundation. It took me too long to realize that, but it was mm-hmm. done at the foundation, if that's the case.
1: Hey, correct.
7: You- I'm, I'm, I mean, like, you, you. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. Go okay. I just real quick, man. It, well, it's. I don't even think it's just about women. It's almost like he has this elitism, and he was a blue collar guy, right? He didn't go to. No. He's not an alumni from a Big Ten. I don't.
4: Oh think. no, no, it had nothing to do with that. It's the fact of this. This is the problem with. I uh, mean, he
7: talks it, like that. He no, talks like no, he's listen, like man. He, <laughs> This is
4: his main Achilles heel from people being around him old man has never been part of what they call the in crowd that's why he mm. became the leader of the non select that he tried to create an in crowd there and as you see to show you show his loyalty to what his in crowd that he came because as soon as he got any little bit of attention he left all them people alone because he just wanted to be get attention from females in some form or fashion if well, you ever I, noticed I that. just want to monkey
0: branch to another group. Right,
4: right, 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 right. It, it, no, is, but look, it, is, look.
0: it is a problem with um what, what seventy-seven was talking about. Um there is an air, and we've all felt it, I'm not, you know, I'm mentioning anything new, of elitism that comes mm, off of them. Indeed. Um, indeed. Um, definitely which, indeed. Which is kind which is very bizarre considering um not being until recently, I guess, um, not being a person of any significant status.
1: Right, so uh, you got
4: reason. finally get it. It's like getting a taste. It's like getting a taste. You've gotten a taste of attention where you've never had it before, right. especially when you get attention from females. If you notice, look what happened with the shit with Ren and them. When he went over there with them girls, that was the first time he ever been attention, had attention from females on any type of scale. And look how he changed it. You didn't. Know, wasn't no money involved. Very little, if anything, he lost money, and that was just. He was just like sliced bread and they treated
0: him like shit. And that's what I named And I could tell you,
3: If you've ever been around Boule type people, they ain't all that, bro. I, 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 actually, I, I don't, don't don't trust, trust me, trust Boulay me. Is, me I, I that's went to, point. I, I spent a, a year at the University of Minnesota Law School. And one of the reasons things that I hated about it is that I couldn't stand the snobs there.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Cause, cause again, I'm kind of <laughs> a unique person because I come from a working class environment. But I've succeeded in these white collar environments and I can tell you I hated the yeah. uh, the, uh, the snottiness that I saw from the because these these mm-hmm. the people that I met at the U of M law school were all elite people bro like their yeah. fathers and mothers were either doctors senators you're not even supposed to be there as right. a working class person so you're, you're the anomaly to them and for me as a working class person I couldn't stand the snobbish behavior and their attitudes so for me I, i've never been a fan of that whole looking down on people yeah they almost either. like
7: they're not black they yeah. almost right. uh, they
3: almost like totally european or something right. and, yeah.
7: it's no and, wrong with and, and nor do i black, have a desire
0: you know, to actually right, reach right, right. well it's you can right. never reach that because there is a such thing as new rich versus you know old rich new old rich versus new you know. money versus old. yeah, money. yeah. Money yeah. so, so, old so money. you'll never reach old money at least i'll never reach old money status but if i were to reach new money status the thing that I would do with that status would not be shitting on the no money status. Kind of like now I don't go around and, you know, make fun of the homeless, you know, um, it's, it's, it's that type of thinking, like there's, there's really something wrong with a person that looks for opportunities to shit on those beneath them, especially when you were in that position.
4: Well, but, but but game changer, the main thing is this, is you were in that position and on top of that, you were, you were, uh, Depending on people in that position to provide you with food and shelter.
1: Yeah.
4: I mean, like it, it technically for you to shit on the blue-collar people like that, if and, and then it's like, well, now that you don't graduate, ah, fuck them niggas. niggas. they kept you alive for three
0: fucking years. You know, it's it's the they, um, masochism that um that right quick it's the type of masochism that I used to I used to scratch my head on with um with uh, that song from Fifty Cent, uh, uh, "Nigga, you just a window shopper." Right. I was like, "Wait, you talking about me? Right. Like, you talking about me? You, you should know." Hey, me? people, yeah. man, it's, people, it's are on audience, and they'll, it, they'll It's it's me buying your stuff that makes you not a window shopper. And now right. you are one of the things I bought while looking in the window, nigga. How are you right. talking about me? Like right. that always. And people just bobbed their head to it, like you know, he talking about you, right? Right. Yeah. You know we're talking about you?
4: It's psychotic. But but I think it's a bigger difference when when you have a a talk. When you talk to a person, you kind of know them. You develop some type of cordial response. If I you sit there and talk to fifty cents, I'd be like,
0: "Nigga, you talking about me?" But let
8: me jump in for a second. Help you out. MOT before you go. MOT before you go. Okay. All right. All right. So um, it's like um,
6: what King Sigma was talking about when I was going for my doctorate. I had took classes specifically so that way I could see what the first residency was like. So that way I could see what the people was going to be like, who I was going to be around once I graduated. I'm glad I took that residency because once I sat there and I seen like the snide snobbishness that didn't make any sense, how much shit they talk to people. And you have to understand, like I was, you know, like, like the Veterans Administration was paying for my degree because I was a veteran and, you know, I was going to take, you know, medical research you know, tactics and all that kind of stuff back to them. But after I left there, man, I couldn't be around these people, dude. It's like, it's like, I don't I don't want to be a doctor and be around these type of people. So I'm just going to leave this you program.
7: you come, It does. Man, oh, it makes, oh, my God. You know, you got yes. your granddad, used to work real hard. You know, it's almost like we forget who our grandparents were. Or him, you get you he, that like like in that from. position.
3: Because a lot of us, see, when you get to that level, when you're around people that are in the top 10%, 90% of them come from wealth. I mean, generational wealth. So yeah. when you come yeah, into the do. environment as someone that comes from the working class, they don't initially assume you're from the working class. Because when they I was in college, yeah, they thought I was from like a Bill Cosby kind of situation. So they thought when they would talk these things, like, you know, in like sociology class or different classes, a lot of the topics be about poor people, right? And their dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, wait, hold up talking I about me environment, right. but you're not really speaking to the cause of the effect but you got it Speed. i know you've been waiting so yeah uh, on, JCP,
8: i i, I want to make three good points here and i tried to make this on the show earlier so i'm gonna break it down okay there was always the small details that a lot of people just <clears throat> didn't pay attention to now let's just look at this who were his teachers Tom Lankes, Howard Stern. What numbers did he throw out this morning? something percent and then only 25% of the people. Howard Stern believed throughout his history on radio that 75% of the people hated his guts and 25% was the people who supported him. And 75% wanted to see him just what the hell he would do from day to day. All right? Tom Lankes, same thing. Uh, KFI. Right here in LA, where I'm at, Uh, pretty much the same theory. So, if you if you try to put too much in into it, then you're not going to understand. He came from a teaching that he had seen it worked for a long time. Talk shit to the people, make them feel bad, and for some reason or another, (coughs) tune in. All right. Number two. I remember. I think it started happening about two years ago when I first came in. He used to always talk about big, juicy, you know. Right. Y'all know what came out of that, right? Right? That was his thing. This is what the ladies want. Big, juicy. And and, and he would just spill that out over and over. He didn't stop doing that to, like, the latter part of uh, last year. And what, hey, I, what he hear? was saying, this is the small details I'm telling y'all about. What he was saying that regardless of how he got up and talked about these Pookies and Ray Ray they were the ones who was winning. Because at the end of all conversation, regardless of what you had, what you can offer them, at the end, it was big, juicy, whatever. You see right. what I'm saying? So, he had <laughs> so when you when you really understand, um, you look at an animal, you always look at it, how the animal conducts itself, by who trained them. And so this is why I say I wasn't surprised And then he put on top of all that that it was a business for him. So I didn't hold him to any standards. Once I know them three ingredients, I just accepted him for who he was. So I'm saying we can sit down here and try to... uh, We can sit down Mm -hmm. here and try to analyze everything. But if you go back and listen to any Tom Lankus or any Howard Stern show, and anybody can pick up a thesaurus and change a word like uh Lanes of all that only thing you had to do is put the word in there. And they give you Associated words to go along with and So that's where all them Logan them slogans and stuff came from so I just say, you know when you look at for the see, that's why I pay Attention to the small details because the small details of anyone tells you who they are Not what they're yelling but the small details
3: and That's oh, the only okay. thing I want so- to
8: say uh and so uh, if somebody disagree with me that's fine whatever but i listened to howard stern for years i listened to tom like for years and i know they snick and i when i heard asidia that's the only thing i heard come on but that's what i know um he got an audience
0: that's well, i mean as, as far as, as i know J.P. tom likus um tom likus never flip-flopped
8: no if like he never
0: he Tom like never said something as uh, let's just use the word stupid as to say that um, my show should be in charge of women. Uh, he yeah, didn't do uh, it in, in voice,
8: but he did it in action. He was caught up in a lot of bullshit that he was trying to pass off on the radio, but he was doing something different on the outside. And that's what I'm saying. People brand don't really represent them as the person they are. You're a brand is like just what it box. is. It's
3: a brand. And, and see, I that's think, I think what Jay Speed is pointing to, though, is what I was saying earlier. Some guys are here as a job. This is more of a job. And others come to these uh, digital wells for information. So it just is. Right. And that's why I say you shouldn't look up to content creators, bro, especially if you don't know their real world track records. Because uh, they're not necessarily there for the same reason you're there for. And it is what it is. You got to understand that lots of guys come here. They if they if you turn off this YouTube and they go back to their real life, they failed. But with this YouTube, it's an <coughs> opportunity for a lot of money. You can make a lot of money off YouTube if you do it oh. in a certain way. Uh, so keep that in mind.
4: You remember a low down dirty shame where you're where, playing where so in the uh, bed with the chick. but remember?
3: In low you said down you made how shame?
0: much game changer? I made ten dollars today. What's so your cash
3: know. app? What's your cash app? Put your cash app in the private shop. Yeah. and I'll make sure that you get at least lunch today, bro. Okay,
0: let me get a subway sandwich. You can't yeah. have it, brother. Y'all can't. I'm make, y'all I'm make y'all make support
3: game changer, man. You,
8: you, you can not have it. Hey. starving, man. Hey, man. game changer. Game changer. That a true, Remember, that's, a uh, well, right. that's a true statement they say about J. Speed. That's a true statement because I learned that technique long time ago. You take somebody's to topic and you trigger it upside down so people could start thinking. See, that's the problem. People lay oh, shit yeah. out there and they just want you to suck it in, digest it, and shit it out. What I do is take that same topic and become the devil advocate of that topic to make people think it through. That's all my job is to make you think I'm not here to change your mind. So, yeah, I'm a comedian. I'm a professional comedian. I got paid for it in Hollywood and on stage. So you damn right. I'm the king of bullshit. Okay,
4: but this one thing I want to say kind of a good way to deal it. He's kind of like, um. you ever see the Lowdown Dirty Shame, the, the guy who was just like who, who he was laying in the bed with, and he's the, he, and then he saw him at the next day at work. And he's like, wait a minute, what happened to the wigs, and I am all yours, and all that shit. He's like, shit, that is my hobby. This pays the bills. That's old man.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. I get it. Okay, so he said that in the thing. Listen, okay, so there's soldiers, and then there's mercenaries. So soldiers, they get paid. It's nothing wrong with paying people who defend your nation, you know. So, um, however, mercenaries are somebody who don't really have a nation, and they just go to the highest bidder. There, that is problematic, especially when they do it in the uniform of a certain nation. Like that is yeah. that that's where the deceit comes in. That's where that's the part that I can't really rock with.
4: Uh, I want to say, appreciate you, hat, hat, my brother, man.
0: No, thanks for the cash out, Judge.
4: Oh, I got you. <laughs> I
0: mean,
4: but, least, I mean, and that's
0: what he was you a willing dude, to
4: do. Give dude, $20, man.
0: No, thanks for $25. Uh, and, uh, uh, Mr. Shane uh, Dishes, I uh, appreciate it. Pizza Oh, See, I'm upgrading from Subway to Pizza. I appreciate y'all. All right. We, let's get you. Look, look. Look, we want to make sure you
4: got enough to buy another stone for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
7: if, 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 uh, if a game changer was a woman with, a, with her titties out, you know, it'd be lit. <laughs>
1: Make sure, wanna... make sure he can
7: buy what? It. What? No, basically, well, a lot he's, of he's guys basically saying give women that the female a whole lot of YouTubers do better in this space point, than
0: bro. than the male YouTubers.
7: I mean, yeah, that's basically you're... what I'm saying. Thank you, Game Changer. That's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, no worries. I mean, that's... really, I, I'm not mad at the because you know I support um a lot of the female YouTubers, Chantel, Melody, um, Danica, yeah. to a lesser extent, you know. So I don't really have a problem, and I know that sex sales and sex appeal sales and that me's pick- 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 just tend to be prettier. Um, don't really have a problem with that. <laughs> And I know that my channel probably isn't going to grow as much as many others because now the new standard is to be cammed up. And that's not a step that I'm really willing to take right now. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I'm happy to have a voice in this space. Yeah, but most people who are cammed up, they, it doesn't
6: help what they're talking about. They, they still don't bring any additional
0: context. No, people, no, 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 Well, YouTube will but, tell you that people just feel more comfortable you know, like eye to eye, like they're talking to the person. Like Bernard yeah. and, you know, Edward, their content is great, and you know, they say what they say, um, and they also have that, you know, look you in the eye feel, and that's something I can't really provide right now. So I, I get it. I'm not, you know, that entity is something that, you know, I can't really capitalize off of, so it, it is what it is. All uh, right, go ahead and order something <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, Somebody says, uh, Camin. uh, yeah, maybe, maybe one day soon, but you know, I might, um, might go completely expat, um, next year. That's my hope. Wow. So,
6: um, do you really want to be, um, having all these people call your job when you really trying to get your stuff? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, but I understand the argument is a fake standard, it allows people to think they have some kind of sort of credibility that they don't by just being on camera because I thought we was here for the information, but if you have to look at it for the, for the entertainment I would actually wanted. Yeah, I get it. All right, okay. All right. You got you it.
4: Got, you gotta really be careful too, because like like just like with me. For me to actually be able to get online and, and actually speak the truth how I do. And I like I said some shit that'll hurt people's feelings and, and like literally the much shit that I said, if niggas knew that they could stop my money, you realize they would have been had me. But thank God I work for myself. That gives me the freedom to say what the fuck I want. It ain't like you can find my customers. But like literally, I'm not gonna lie, when I went back and I was working for that company downtown, that was the worst time I ever felt because it was a known nationwide company where if anybody knew, they could, you know, get get me in trouble that way. But to know that wow, people online could actually have a can actually get reach out and touch the people I work for. And it's like you know, I, I, so I totally understand why some people, you know, you can't show your face or you can't let them know too much.
0: Hey, I set up a GoFundMe, fifty Gs. I'll be, you know, I said it. Fifty Gs. I, <laughs> I said it. I 50 said Fifty hey, Gs, man.
4: Yeah, that, as long as you got enough to where you know that, hey. I'm cool. As long as I got a year for this to take off, yeah, you're right. Somebody say, okay, well, fine. We want him to show his face and be on TV, give him 50 G, so that way at least he know and that way if somebody tried to stop his shit, at least he ain't going to be starving next week.
0: Well, yeah. Gotta,
4: and, yeah. All right. Well, not here's, okay. here's, here's Bro, no I totally understand. Think about it. It's a woman 40, face, that woman cost me 40000 That woman cost me 40000 just because I didn't give her no dick.
0: No, like you could, you could lose business. Like if I lose, imagine what like, one of these months ain't got no a time at home, for another contract or something like that. Then you know huh? that that will cost. So at least I had a fifty Gs to say, okay, it was worth it. You know, like you know, if I don't get an, another contract because of something I said or did online, you know.
3: Oh yeah, it can, would, have, it can have it have real world uh, repercussions for you. If, yeah, you know, and if you're a person that's actually out here and you actually have a job, yeah, and it depends on you know you have because a lot of times with Black men especially, and I had to get over this over time, is that we we wear two masks in the world when we work. In We have our private life, and then we have to go interface with the white dominant society in the workplace. A lot of guys like that. I was like that for a long time, until I got to the point where I I knew I had enough saved up in the bank, where I could could get in the middle finger to my bosses anytime I wanted to. And I stopped trying to wear that mask at work. But a lot of guys, they're still at a point where they want to keep their private life private. They want to have their public um, life be what it is and keep them separate. But if you're going to do YouTube as a full time person and you want to maximize your income, there's definitely a strong strategy for doing that, you know, camming up if that's what you want to do. But not everyone wants to be a YouTuber full time,
0: yeah. I didn't even plan for it to get as big as it got, and uh, my channel got in the past, to be honest. I, I, I just, you know, I, I thought that Mines was going to just uh like remain stagnant at the Sergeant Willie P sector, you know, like he has his following, he says what he says, and then he's over, you know. I thought that, that, my, that my channel was going to be something like that. I didn't think that I was going to uh, do live streams
8: for long periods of time and all that good stuff, you know. Hey, Game Changer. What's up? Uh, see, you know. Oh, thank,
0: thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, uh Mr. Shane Vicious. If I didn't say that before, you said say peace on me. Go for it.
8: Okay. So, um, one of the things that people don't understand with all my vernacular and my grammar and everything, I'm an actor and I can switch up anytime I want to. Okay? So, but when I feel comfortable, I'm gonna be me. But one of the things I observed when I first came into knowing the manosphere, I had been on uh, Facebook for almost, what, four years before I discovered this on this end. The first first person I ran into was uh uh um Assidia. We uh-huh. got on and we joked and then he relayed me over to O'Shea. Well the first thing that I observed about this uh, this whole thing, and if anybody don't believe me, go back and look at the interview that D- DJ Cooter did for me. I told see, some people live in the now and live in hot, what I call hot topics, whatever's in the now. I live in the future and believe it or not, I don't live in the past as much as people think I do as much as I talk about. It. But I know how rush starts and then it just decayed the whole panel. So that's why I talk in the past to show you what's going to happen in the future. But I predicted this right here. What's going on now with the spirit? that it was going to break up. Somebody was going to take y'all talking points, take your whole set and use it into <clears throat> a different format and bring it close under that one umbrella i was telling uh I was trying to say tell um uh, mr riley this morning and La Pifa has did that has already did that now now i had i did this interview about a year ago i said that the management should come together with a think tank have some governing bodies that would include small channels and big channels have some people who come in and think this thing through, come up with a mission statement, come up with a brand and everything. But well, that my little small pecan mind from the country was able to see that and see what was gonna happen because I don't live in the now. I lived anywhere from 10 to 15 years in the future because that's what people who are, people who are successful in the world and successful success in life, they don't never live in the now. They look ahead way beyond what is happening in their face. And that's why a lot of people are surprised when things happen because they're always (coughs) looking in the now.
3: See, I actually disagree with that, um, J. Speed. And I get what you're saying, which is kind of funny because I know that I've heard about this whole thing where there was a group outside of those um, initial guys that actually trademarked the term Black Manosphere. So I get where you're going with that. But I have to disagree with you because I can only speak for myself. But what I always found attractive of these digital spaces was the fact that it was decentralized and that there was any brother just jump on this freemium model, speak his um, opinion on whatever the topic is because there's always these variety of topics. And I think once you streamline it, then it becomes easier to control by those that you were originally saying that you were speaking against. I always saw this space as an anti-establishment space, a space that was speaking against misandry and anti-black male hate, things like that. And I think that the format of it being decentralized is more effective because then, because my my model is history. So I know you're saying look into the future, but I look at that historically when you get behind just one figure and that person becomes a very easy target for manipulation by the establishment or outright taken out. I like the fact that I could go to Game Changers channel and he's talking about something. I can go to MOT, he's talking about something but it's not about MOT or about GC. They have a good discussion and that's what I'm there for. I think the personality cult thing always ends badly, especially for black people, especially- No, I
8: I think you missed out what I was saying. See, what I was talking about in that interview was having a game changer, having a uh, MOT, or having this person or having that person, Bernard Bradley, all on a showcase where at different times, different people will come on. You wouldn't stop them from what they do great. And then they, if they wanna spring off and have different challenges, I have seen this in regular sitcoms. You know what uh, really start killing regular si- uh, uh, sitcoms? Reality shows. You know why? Because reality shows seem to be not regulated, but they are, and they are scripted. Now, do they go off script sometimes? No different than a wrestler who might go in the ring and be doing a script of script, a wrestling match, but he absolutely get hurt while he's in the ring because he's doing something physical. So it's not that you're trying to put everybody on the same standard. It's just different shows for different time slots. That's what I was talking about more doing one under the manosphere, having different time slots. And then a person who wanted to do their own thing on the outside of that time slot, that would build that person's channel and even make them go over to the person's personal channel. I said that would be more, that would be more better. And I'm going to tell you, um, you think uh, just because you are, you, you are in a time slot or whatever, nobody's going to sensitize you with what you can say and what you do. They are hiring you for your personality. They are putting you in certain time slots because of your personality. So it's not taking anything away from anything <coughs> making it the people would, would it would be so robotic no you was putting these talented people together on the one thing and giving them different times like where you can brand that and i know what the brand you are talking about the people who went there and they got the magazine i'm talking about nothing like that yeah, okay, okay. Um,
0: so, just be just so right quick um actually there was discussion at one point maybe a couple years ago and kevin samuels was in on it where we and i think mlt you were there too right when yeah i was there meetings and kevin samuels was there and stuff so yeah we we were working along the lines of what you were talking about uh stuff like that does get complicated lupi um to his credit um was able to to do something like that and i think that um what he did that we don't do is you know he he has control over the channel a person can get kicked out of the channel where. You know, uh, with with us, a person if a person goes rogue like Obsidian did, you know, it's just like, yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, I'm going to go rogue
1: okay. as,
0: as as I can. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah, But he
6: was always gonna go rogue because this goal was right in front of everybody's faces. So I don't yeah. see why we're that surprised. I mean, he said it on many many different occasions. I mean, even um, well, I don't want to say his name, but three letter guy, he, he did the same thing. He yeah. said he would throw all men under the bus if he could make a bigger dollar out of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, that. so you said that. So when you say, why are you surprised? I'm going to be honest. Um, because um, I'm a man of, you know, I like to consider myself to be a man of some principle. Uh, it surprises me when anybody goes rogue on anything. Like, I mean, for example, um, I see th- I see this from time to time. I don't know why it comes up on my feed like um, those people who are in their 30s or 40s and they're renouncing their college fraternities, their their historical Black fraternities what? and sororities. Um, what reasons. Well, I mean, some of them say stuff. It's, it's really more sorority girls that do it than anything. But some of them say stuff like, um, like they worship a false god, when really they just take a Greek god as their mascot because it's a Greek organization. But they have very weird reasons. Um, but I'm like, wait a minute. How disloyal are you? Don't act like you didn't enjoy, you know, what it gave to you, at least in college. Like, I, I just don't really under. I, I, I scratch my head every time when people flip flop or they have that type of betrayal on them. I, I don't get it at all.
6: Yeah, well, I, I get that when people start talking shit about the VA and all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah,
1: that's my point. about
6: yeah. how they don't get help and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah, that shit really gets on my nerves. Yeah, but I I I get started. A,
1: I do. Yeah.
0: So yeah, maybe, maybe it's about money, but you know, I don't get it. Here, let me read let me read some of these. Uh Deacon Dave, thanks a, Y'all came through ever since I mentioned it. I was just saying that, like, you know, it's not it's not a real money in it, but y'all really proved me otherwise. I appreciate y'all. Uh Deacon Dave, um, thanks for the team, bro. I appreciate you. <laughs> Say that again. You're trying to
4: make sure you got something to eat
0: tomorrow. Oh, I appreciate it. I, appreciate
4: I just you.
3: think that the spe- I just Let's think talk. that the guys that have been here for a long time, and I get it. You know, you got guys that have been here for five, ten years, fifteen years, or whatever. But I think that what they might miss is the fact that a lot of the people that came to support them came because they were anti-establishment, and that they built That's their true. reputations around being a counter to what they themselves call. I don't like this term, "gynocracy," because I don't. I don't believe that there, if there's, if there's any, kind oh of God, in America, then it's white supremacy. If there is any kind, but there can't be white supremacy and a, and a female supremacy, there's one or the other. And the female's control is all artificial, it's absolutely artificial. As they just found out in the Ukraine, when those transgenders thought that they were going to be an escape, and Zelensky said, Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you thought that because Biden said you were a woman, you're a woman. Oh, no, you're going to this draft 18 to 60 years old, get your butt back in here. So, you know, ultimately the, what, what actually brought people to this space is that they felt that these brothers were speaking against the quote unquote uh, black matriarchy and speaking on things that for so often have only been spoken amongst black men in their own private lives or in a uh, barbershop. And for the first time it's open that all of us all across the world from different walks of life could connect with each other and found out, damn, you know, J speed think like that, MOT and all these guys think like that too. This is good because you know, in the real world, if you worked in corporate America, you worked in government, you went to university. It's very isolating for a black male because you get in these environments and you find out quickly you're one of the few black males there. And when you're talking about someone that's willing to be a thinking black man, that that tightens up your circle gets small very fast. I've been in too many environments where, like in corporate America, where I was one black person among a hundred white people and Asians, and it got to the point. I just thought that was the norm. And then when I came into this space, I'm like, damn, finally, there's other brothers that are seeing things that is going on in this greater society like me, and that's what attracted me to the space. Not no one character, just that one thing that I heard other brothers talking about things that I had felt that I had to keep to myself for so many years because there was no one that was willing to listen or that could understand what I was seeing.
8: And, and that's no, what no, the experience and, and come it's, it's in. It's disturbing.
0: Had. Well, it's disturbing that what you described and what we what we provided to you and many others like you, um, and you're part of the provisions. It's it's disturbing that somebody would say, "Hey, we should give it to women. That women should lead this. Women should lead something that makes men feel empowered and proud of." It's it's so bizarre. you know, it's it's a whole new level. And I get it. He's a shock jock. It's shocking, you know. He's stirring up the pot, so it he, is. Yeah, we can have <laughs> conversations like the one we're having now, based on something that he started. You know, I get it. He pushed the first domino, but I mean, you, you you rebuild after this. You know, like not all money is good money. You know, shout out to any brother that's played dominoes ever. You know, like you you, you don't you don't mess yourself up, brother, like by doing stuff like that. And he does it chronically. Does a but that
8: usually that usually don't find out until the end of the bridges when all bridges have been burnt, and he would hope that he put himself in a financial situation where even though he burned the bridges, <clears throat> that he you don't have to even worry about it. And so, um see what that brother was saying just before you—he came into this spacey. And that's what's the great thing about me being a a elder in this space because I've been in different organizations where (coughs) I've been around police, governors, uh, people who are on the boards of cities, um, you know, and all types of people and all types of wall, I mean, backgrounds and and be absolutely meeting at one place that you can see that uh somebody said this i don't know who said it. i don't know if Spike league or somebody said he said we all have to wear the mask but some of us so happy to wear it and so i have always been around people who are not uh followers of the corporate or uh the mainstream and they always had their where they thinking they just didn't speak it out there just in certain meetings they would come and then you would uh welcome them due to the fact you would say, damn, I didn't think somebody was in government would do that. Matter of fact, believe it or not, uh, the organization I'm talking about, we had, you know, over hundreds of police officers. You wouldn't have never know that there would be police officers in that or- organization. So I have always been around with people who have uh, are combated mainstream, and especially when they go in places like when I first worked for DeKalb County uh, uh, Fleet Maintenance, i was the uh one of two i was the first but one of two uh people they ever hired to work in the body shop and it was in the 80s they had never hired someone in the body shop to design the police cars or fix the police cars or anything so yeah you 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 have a lot of people who uh maybe the younger generation that this has been a great um experience for them but some of you some of the older guys who have had experience in in different areas and different levels of life we know there are people out here who think like the people in the manifest. spirit
0: true true let me let me read the rest of these so king sigma thanks a lot brother eat um mot thanks a lot appreciate appreciate the contribution um step away from two first-timer. minutes um intelligent risk takers network it says uh thanks for letting me on the panel hey thanks for coming up i um, appreciate you brother salute all right let me see who else we got all right okay so thanks a lot brothers and now as far as what all right now let
4: start working on the light bill but just don't play like i said now, all right now now we done took care of the food let's start working on the light bill
1: hey i appreciate it i appreciate it
0: <laughs> uh hell you know work on the rest of the mortgage i don't care like hey <laughs> right i'm not gonna complain no, but I mean, I, I am happy more than the money. I am happy to, um, you know, like sometimes I see something um, and this happened ever since social media existed. Like, you know, I'll see something like I, I, I enjoy having a place where I could say stuff that's on my mind and, and people hear it. You know, my cousin sent me a picture of that Lakeith guy who she had a crush on. And stockings, and you know, I was like, "Oh, dang! You know, this was your crush, and I know you crushed that the niggas in stockings right now." So, you know, and that's why she sent it to me. it was like, it felt good to just vent the vent it to y'all. Like, hey, this this is where this is where they taking us. This is where we going and stuff. You know, so I mean, I'm happy to have a channel for that. I mean, the money, I appreciate that too. You know, it's, it's humbling, but you know, it's good to have a voice. And um, I think one thing that's consistent throughout the manosphere. Um, if you're looking for a common thread, is that is that we want to um, end the Gynocracy. Now, I do believe that we should be looking towards some type of order outside of it, but we definitely want to end the Black Gynocracy. Um, and what was said last night, and trust me, I never really went out of, went against Obsidian like this um, before because I appreciate he being a part of the foundation of the Manosphere. And besides, he never really came at me directly like that. But um, what he did last night was the, not only was he not working against the gynocracy or what he called the, the, um, hive mind or the, you know, the Borg, the black female, you know, hive queen or whatever he called it. Um, he was working for it. It's like he was already assimilated into the Borg. And now he's trying to say, Hey, it's a good thing to be under the Borg queen hive mind. right. You know what? What are your what are your takes on that? Well, how many?
3: Yeah. Heard. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's kind of insane because again, I, I think that the reason that you're that you're expressing that that feeling is that you've seen the whole cycle play itself out, and I felt I yeah. that too. At a certain point, it was just so shocking to me to see the same guys that when I came in, I I, I was listening to all their talking points, and now they've actually become exactly what they were fighting against. It's like I've heard um, the Grinch because he does those funny voices or whatever. And he uh-huh. talks about how to, you know you know how the uh, character in the Matrix, um, it's the the girl in the red dress, and then it actually is the agent. Uh, yeah. And he does that little voice he does. That's really what's happening, man. It's it's in real time. So I know where to, where where you're coming from with that, because I I felt the same way until I accepted the fact that this this whole platform is open for anyone to express their their feelings. And the less emotion you put into any content creator, the better off you're gonna be. Because if you find yourself saying, I'm going to go against GC today because that content creator's against GC, don't be surprised if you come back a week later and now GC and the same content creator are on a panel together like nothing ever happened. So there's an element to what goes on, too, that you got to pay attention to it. And I think the audience might lose out. But you've been around long enough to see this whole thing literally come full circle.
7: Yeah, what but would, uh, what would you oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead I got to say something,
6: real quick. Uh, but, but what people feel is and it's a true feeling. You feel like you was exploited for the amount of time that you were listening to them, thanks wow. to the actual, you know, heel turn. And that's something exploited. that you can't get past.
3: But you were exploited yeah, yeah, yeah. because you and I matter of fact, I remember a specific panel that you had when we were talking about the fact that you have all these online gurus who they don't have license from any universities or any state. They're not insured. They're not bonded. They have no liability. And I remember you and I went back on if, if someone would eventually get sued. Then it was funny when I came back around and I found out that that chick TK, whatever her name is, Tasha K or whatever, that she T-T-T-K-O. found TKO. Yeah, that chick yeah. got sued no, no, in no, real life. No, right.
0: um, Like Ken. No, Ken so, so, Ken. sorry, sorry, Tasha K, Tasha K. Yeah,
3: that's yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that chick right there, she got sued in real life and she's having to suffer the real consequence. And we were talking about how eventually one of these online gurus is gonna mess up and they're they're gonna have to pay for giving out this advice, which is only entertainment, but they're presenting themselves to the public and to their audiences as if they're professionals. So we were talking about on that stream, how in a pyramid scheme, I was making, I was giving the example to you that it's awesome to be a broke dude and Dean to come on YouTube and not be any of the things that you're presenting yourself to be to the audience, but to use their naivete and their money that they're getting in the real world to build yourself up up that pyramid, and then you can look down and piss on the same people that if it <laughs> wasn't for them, you wouldn't be shit. So that's a that's a pyramid scheme, and I'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. all that a long time ago that guys are doing that. Yep. And and I'm just wondering, do you put it all on the seller? or is there an equal relation between the seller and the buyer? I'm not coming to YouTube to listen to no gurus tell me how to live my real fucking life, period. But if you guys want to do that, uh, I mean, how, MOT, I, how long have you been stopping against the online gurus? You lost, you got to 25,000 subscribers, you could be at 100,000, but you chose to stand on your principles. But you didn't get yeah. paid for, for doing that from the audience people. No, they wanted to be lied to by the online gurus. And then everyone's clutching their pearls when the whole thing happened to Tasha K. Like, what are you dudes talking about? This is what goes on in the real world. You can't just get on here misleading people in a fraudulent way and not eventually get some kind of um, justice through the courts. It's gonna happen eventually to one well, of these online gurus.
4: Well, the reason why I would never get online and mislead people is because this the problem is this some people don't mind the risk that that comes when, but when you come on, get online, you mislead people that and the other way, uh, you know, consequence this online shit is too personal and all like that it spills over into the real world. And I realize that certain, certain things that you're going to do online, you know, Hey, this, this going to have real world repercussions. And I mean, some things, some risks I don't think I should take like me. I would never, Hey, this is what it is, this is what it is. It's just, what I'm not going to flip on it. Why? Because think about it. the people who say y'all paid off all my child support or something back then, and then I come out to be some person just like that, a scammer or whatever type of person, I would hate for somebody to reach out and touch me. I don't want to be walk. I mean, maybe too I have a conscience. I don't want to have to be worried about who's walking behind me when I go out somewhere. I mean, you. I realize that you know, some people. Hey, man, you lied and did like that. Some people, you know, they get kind of get mad when people lie to them. I mean, because they basically you said, hey, man, this is what it is. It's the foundation. It's how we stand. This is what we believe in. Then all of a sudden, now if you done got all our money. Oh no, one eighty. I mean, some people, you know, when you take a person, take money out of person's hand, you really got to be careful. I mean, think about well, it. In think in you world, if don't want to kill them. somebody for ten dollars.
3: In the okay. real world, that's called fraud. That's like if you go to a right, financial right. advisor, right. and if someone presented themselves as a doctor or a financial advisor or a lawyer, and they were proven not to be, they would be sued one, civilly, and they would also face criminal charges and right. be suspended. But the problem is, a smart right. person should be able to ask himself, am I talking to a professional, or am right. I just someone that's giving their difference. opinion? But, but. opinion is, I'm just asking, when I came into this space, I always heard brothers using the term thinking black men. I noticed something. Whenever I come around the space now, no one ever uses that term anymore. And it's for okay. good reason. It's for good reason, because you come to find out that they're, well, the thinking black men are the minority and the sheep are the majority. So I'm just saying that, at what point do you have to look at yourself and say, am I looking to people that are clearly not professionals for professional advice?
4: Uh,
7: can I jump uh, in real quick, fellas? For, just my, one second. So anyways,
4: just an opinion on this. And if, if you take anything more than that, you might need a psychological evaluation.
3: Yeah, I agree with you on
4: that, woman. Hmm. But, but I totally understand what you're saying.
7: Well, Some people fellas, fellas, here,
0: let like, me um, seven chime in for a second. Yeah, what, real quick,
7: what, what would you guys say if a if a person was um flip flopping with their message to sell out, but they just said it's just business? Well,
0: just I, business. Yeah, I, that, that's the thing. I don't, uh, I don't agree with that. I mean, I think that as a person does that, you know, you should you 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 should step. Like and that's go and that's why I was using the examples earlier on Bernard's. Like if you're a Mormon, if you are a Mormon and then you know next thing you know your your elder starts talking up um you know um the Baptist Church and they say you know perhaps the Mormon Church should be ran by the Baptist Church then hey if you're a Mormon then you leave like that's at that point you just leave right. or if you're God's chosen and you know they say hey we should really just let our religion be ran by Muslims then you leave at that point that's that's just some egregious stuff like oh crap you know it's time that's when it's just time to go yes I agree you know, like period like um uh I remember the cartoon version because I'm older of Lion King um and the lioness were around because Mufasa ooh, Mufasa had just died and Scar gave that speech Saying that you know now is the time for lions and hyenas to use like oh crap. Like this nigga's ill. This is yeah, it's time for a new lion. He he's on that, he's on that, he's on that fuck shit. He letting hyenas run the run the kingdom. So like sometimes it's just time to be like, hey, listen, it's gotta turn my back on you.
3: Yeah, and I mean that's the first yeah, to make that decision, but it's not like just because you tell them to do that that they're going to do it. I've learned that the hard way you can present the facts to people, but if they don't want to accept the facts, I mean, what are you, what are you supposed to do in that situation is what I'm asking game changer. Cause once you present that to them, are you going to force them to do it or. They- well, I mean, I think
0: that they, I don't know who that was, but, um, I think that they, I think that people should know. And if not, I'll tell them like, cause I don't like doing stuff like this, but, um, Yeah, I would I I would be the first to say, like, listen, we created this, even though we have different opinions and different points of views. Fantastic's in the big girls. I'm not in the big girls. You know, um, there are conservatives and there are there are liberals here. You know, one thing that unites us is we are all anti-gynocracy. If you are pro-gynocracy, then the automatic I got to
3: go. I, I got to go. That is the one thing. That's the one uniting thread that we have. Well, I think you're speaking to but, something that I concluded a long time ago, is that everyone talks about this quote-unquote gynocracy, right? But there's a lot of brothers that really don't want to get rid of the gynocracy. And I've heard They don't want to.
7: There's some yeah. brothers that didn't even so know we, what the gynocracy we, was. We got
3: to stop it's acting like all these guys that are on here want to get rid of the gynocracy. I thought that too, game changer, until I saw the reaction when the women came into the space. Once I saw women... And the way guys were reacting to women that they're never going to touch, they're never going to get a kiss from, they're never going to see. And I saw their reaction, not just one, but it felt like the majority of was swaying to that. I said, wait, this whole idea that brothers are talking about, you know, getting rid of the black matriarch and all that, it's bullshit. They yes. don't feel yes. like they're getting the attention <laughs> yes. from the black ma- matriarchy that they think, because again, it's a think in their mind they deserve Based on their social position, and as soon as those women just bat their eye at them, them dudes like gynocracy? Shit, this is this is healthy. So I, I, I guess you're just late to the party on this one, GC. But this has been going on for a while, bro. Okay, so here's, here's uh, that's here's, a good here's a point, difference. man. He made there, it. There's a difference between you know
0: giving attention to um, attractive women and um, actually surrendering to their leadership. Are seeing that she's seeking power um, over men and still um, obliging. Now, I did start to notice that right around the the Rise of Jessica X era. um, I did start to notice that. um, And yeah, um, I agree. That was not a good look. I started to come to a new realization about what um, Thirst is doing to fellas. And listen... This isn't me trying to shame a brother for being that way, because that's just that's that's just the state of the male situation as it is in modern times. You know, um, M.O.T. and I are around the same age and things were different being a young man in the um, the 90s and the early 2000s and and stuff like that. There were no 30 year virgins. But now I hear like half of half of them are, you know, so it's it's different. That sounds
3: like no, the, I, said, um, I said, yeah, it's like pretty, bad, that see, and, 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 and that's what I mean by the mistake. No, no, of- but right, right, quick, right, quick, Sigma. Yeah.
0: Um, so I get it, it's a different environment, and you know, it was kind of like a shock, like, okay, this is how the new environment is reacting to a picture of breast, you know. Um, and
1: yes, and, yeah, no, so- picture
0: of cleavage, not breast, cleavage, yeah. not breast. Sigma, cleavage. Cleavage. Yeah. So, I'll. It was a little shocking, but I mean, then I just kind of changed like, okay, what do we do with this? You know, um, fellas are thirstier, not to any fault of their own, you know, um, they're not really as used to feminine attention as my generation and myself was. So, um, they can't handle it, um, the same way. So, yeah, I did notice it as a problem. Um, one that I still haven't found a solution for, but uh, let's not be egregious with it, you know? And Obsidian would be an example of somebody who's older, who's falling for that, which is, yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. So they're they're but he's, he's profiting. He, he can profit off of it, though.
7: He's probably correct. He correct to. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, see, I just this, looked
3: this, at it from the standpoint of I had to ask myself an honest question when I saw it. And I was good after I asked him. So I said, OK, you're a female because I already saw dudes doing it. Like I said, th- there is a panel that MOT has of him and I having this conversation. I said, if a man would do it, if a man could be broke and be none of the things that he's saying on YouTube, but then if he says it enough for long enough to enough naive people and become that, then think about a female. We know that women carry the most debt. We know that many of these women are broke. We know that many of these women in their real life are suffering. But imagine not having to do much of anything, but just to be, you just have a feminine voice because you don't even have to be, it could actually be a man with a voice changer. You see what I'm saying? But I'm just saying like, just imagine someone's being able to do that and then just out of nowhere, all these men that you never have to talk to, you don't have to go on dates with them. You could just sign off for an hour or two and they will pay your rent for you. They will pay your boyfriend who you're fucking that's sitting on the couch, his uh, PlayStation and all that. And you're getting all this money. And all you have to do is just talk about nothing or what other men have already been saying, but just with a feminine voice. I think most women in modern America that are under 40 are taking that deal. That's why I just ain't never really thought too hard on it. Because once I saw that that's what it was, you, you say, well, what do you do about it? I don't know if at this point you can really do anything about it because the only thing that would change in that desperate is for the sexual marketplace to open up to the average man. And right now, the sexual marketplace has been shrinking and shrinking more and more for the average man. So I don't know. Just, I don't think that's going to change in the, in the near future, at least.
0: No, it's true. And um, what, what I do worry about and what I did worry about is that, listen, um, OnlyFans exists and it is a reflection of the, as you described, the shrinking sexual marketplace for the average man. Um, you know, that's where they go. Not, not necessarily for um, sex. I, don't, I watch porn. I don't do OnlyFans, but they're going there for uh, feminine attention, having a woman say their name, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, however, it's saturated with women. Um, and this space isn't. And I think that that prospect, you know, is, is what's, is what's pulling some women into this space, um, which is why recently I've changed and, you know, I decided to, uh, focus my support, um, on women with women who are separate from this space completely. And, um, you, but still have a message of femininity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Still have the pick me message, but separate from the manosphere space. They're, they're not looking for power or rank or position within the manosphere space. They're outside of it, like Chantel, like Danika, and like Melody slowly is moving towards, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like a separate organization, like Eastern Star or the, um, you know, the the AKs, Deltas, uh, Zetas. Right, and, right, like, well, yes. Yeah, separate, you know, but you don't have a position in the male hierarchy. Though.
3: Yeah. See, that's how I saw it too, GC. I, I saw it the same way. I always saw like, you know, you have a fraternity, you have a sorority and sometimes you come together and you cross pollinate, but I don't try to become the head of the sorority and the female doesn't try to become the head of the fraternity. See, that's how I always saw it too. But then things just got very mixed over the last year and a half. and that, and, and, and it's like, I heard Angry Man talk about on his panel where he said that he thinks that the black majority of men will never win, and I'm convinced that he might be right about that, but I think that the... No, no, no he is right. He is right. Yeah, I well, think the that, that, that works the is that If
0: anybody don't win, that definition of win.
3: But I do think that there was an, an idea that was out there when a lot of us first came in that we can get lots of black men on the same page, and I think that what's been proven is that that ain't going to happen. It's going to be... Individual men and a couple like minded brothers that go off on their own path and they're going to win. And most brothers are just going to be lost because, again, all this talk about the gynocracy, this and it's just like with white supremacy, how a lot of guys talk about it. But when you actually talk to them about how do you overcome white supremacy, what are the tools and methods to use, they don't have nothing to say no more. But they but they want to keep talking about it. So it's like the gynocracy and the black matrix, are something that's constantly talked about. But when it comes to actually, um, you know, dismantling it, I don't think that most Black men want to dismantle. I think there are some that want to, but I don't think the majority of Black men want to dismantle the position that Black women are in in the majority at all. I think that they just want to complain about it, but they don't really want to change it. That's just what I've concluded myself. Now, why do you think that? Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um,
0: I come across men who actually genuinely want to do that in real life, um, yeah. who never heard of the Manosphere. But why they do you do. think that? Yeah. Um, but I also well, come across the opposite, don't get me wrong. But why do you think that that is? Why do you
3: think that they don't actually want it that bad? Well, I think I, I, you just said <clears throat> in the real world, in the real world, it's all about problem solving. When you're a black man in corporate America or you're working for one of these government agencies, they are going to require that you bring in results, all right? Mm-hmm. So you have to operate very in a very practical way in the real world because if your rent's not paid, if you're not at job producing, they're going to let you go. But- I guess with the online media thing, there is no one telling you, well, you got to sign off at this time. You can constantly delude yourself and keep hearing the same message without ever actually getting results or changing. I think that's why you're comparing the real world with just social media at large. I don't I t- think it's the same. I-
4: I'll tell you what it is, because I got it. I said, i take the reason why you, you sit up here and say, yeah, they do want to change. But the problem is, like this is the change will cause it'd it be like this the cause of you fighting for the change, there is effects of fighting for that cause. And a lot of people are not in the financial predicament there is. Like if you've noticed, as much as I've talked about my children's mother, this, that, that plenty of people have tried to find them and actually wouldn't got them, but they know that. Oh, my dad, my uh, my baby daddy is that man, and he don't care about. Not everybody's built like me, and can take being hated by multiple people. Does not bother me. I actually live for that shit. But I mean, some it's consequences to that. You can like like me. I can live in that predicament. But think about it. I have my own revenue streams where you can't touch. So you can't put me out there to where next week I'm going to be sitting there with a cup in my hand, where in somebody else who has a job at any place can actually be touched. These people can reach out and touch these people and make it to where their livelihood is upside down. And a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. And somebody tell you, think about it. You just getting online, talking to some people, and now all of a sudden you're looking for another fucking job. Or not they brought turmoil to your job, even if they, you didn't get fired, but they done told shit. So now you got problems at, at work and that's making you go through more stress than you normally do. Not everybody's an independent contractor like that. Like MOT is one of them ones. You really can't get get to him like that because you know what he does and he's independent. But I mean, not everybody is like untouchable on, on certain aspects that's a you good know, point. one
3: yeah that's a good point like, well, no, people, like, that look, look
4: this is the problem too like the reason why i've had bobby children's brother said people call them and say that but the reason why they know they know i am this type of person in real life i don't mind hurting somebody which is not always a good thing i don't mind giving them a piece of my mind and i don't give a fuck about your feelings i am that type of person but it, it has this good thing. Y'all say, "Oh, that must be good to be able to be that way." But also, there's some Achilles heels of being that type of person, either, too, because people say, "Well, you know, this nigga don't give a shit about nobody." So what do you care? I mean, it goes both ways. It cut both ways. But I mean, well, imagine if somebody said, food,
3: "Well, I you think can't a lot of tomorrow. these environments. See, you're in a you're in an environment where you control your time. You have right. a special skill." That's a very unique position to be in. And I think a lot of black men should look to you and MLT as models for what's what we need to be doing because black men that have to be in these organizations, what you find out is that many of them, if they're not outright matriarchal, Mm -hmm. they lean towards the agenda of like uh the feminist agenda and the matriarchal. They have to. They have
4: to. Because when they stand up like like just give an example. The only thing that cost me that forty thousand dollars gig and, and losing those big business contracts downtown is because a woman wanted to talk to me. I didn't give her the time of day. Then she said something that somebody else did and I didn't take her side. So once I didn't take her side, because I was just neutral, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I really wasn't there, so I can't you know say what happened. All of a sudden, Two days later, now I'm always, then it's like, wait a minute, we're going to have to get rid of this guy. When it's like, wait a minute, I done set records. Y'all said I was the best employee I ever had, this, that, and the other. Now all of a sudden, you're talking about making me city manager over you know, $40 million of property in, in Cleveland. And then how can you go from that one week to now you out the door?
3: Oh, I've seen that. Wait, happen. wait, Maybe wait, like, wait. No, no, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, gonna be, uh, oh, yes. I'm gonna be charging no, no, over no, forty fellas, million
4: dollars fellas. in property. Forty fellas, million dollars in to. real estate. More money fellas. than all these niggas listening to the show now. I would have been in control of. No,
0: fellas, the next fellas, day, gotta, I'm out we, the door. We, we gotta we gotta stop. We gotta stop with this whole honorable thing and no snitching policy. Listen, what she what she did to you is some me too shit. Well,
1: Let's of be course.
0: clear. Yeah. We know that. Turn her in. Call her in. I don't call her Oh, I people. did. Well, 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 we all, but this is the problem
4: is this. I, I had people. to meet. Listen, No, because they
3: talk her to the people on Her name was Betty. Look, look, I not. have
4: no problem with mentioning her name. But this is the problem. Her name was Betty. I actually did turn her in, but I didn't realize her, because Betty's best friend is a LGBT guy who our previous city manager who was retiring this year, he'd be retiring this year and I was going to take over his job being over over charge of 40 million in property. He's, he's her best friend's boyfriend. So they all LG, LGB, whatever you want to call them and all that. But what happened is my contact through the main company in Cincinnati, when I contacted them, I didn't realize that my contact, who I gave all the information when I tried to get them all fired, was actually the LGBT gay friend, right-hand man. And that's a part of their agenda. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, even though I had pictures, proof, and all that, they put up a roadblock because, I even even tried to get a lawyer involved. They put up a roadblock because, wait a minute, this person was friends with that person, these people in a gay clique together, this, that, and the other. That's the reason why.
3: And you're not a part of that. Not. I'm so not right. You I, ain't you
4: gay. Know. You ain't. Think about it. Yeah, I'm not a woman. I'm not okay. gay. And then I'm on top of that, bringing them down to where they would look like bad because they were, uh, using alcohol and stuff on the premises of job uh, of the properties.
3: The Come inter- on, that's, and, and that's something I've had arguments with brothers in these spaces with about too. Is that this whole thing with the intersectional? It doesn't mm-hmm. include black, heterosexual black men at all. No, you're now, right. They, now, they, now we just see, we saw what kind of happened with this whole, uh, we, we, we're a year and a half in and we've seen what happened with Black Lives Matters. Their whole organization is crumbling. Many of them are being brought up on charges of fraud and theft and mm-hmm. all stuff, right? But uh, all you're that was raised off of the death of black men. So in ultimately that. the situation that you went through, Dre, that's mm-hmm. actually the, the world <clears throat> get in those environments if you're a heterosexual black man it's the normal thank you right i
4: mean what's so what's so bad is what they did even after that to make sure that i could never get it they walled off everything where i couldn't get in touch with the only person i got people i got in touch with that worked for the company because the company this company probably has 500 million dollars worth for real estate and in, in, uh, in the united states alone
3: Oh, okay. Oh, you thought you was so, going to talk to the McDonald's CEO? Right. I No, no, no. <laughs> I went
4: above them. Like, I went above them. I went, like, literally, but I didn't realize my contact out of state was best friends with them. And I didn't find that out until after I got canned. And what I'm trying to say, when they can you and blackball you, they do. It was like motherfuckers in a company who really love me all of a sudden that day it was like boom do not speak to that nigga and it was like well, i mean black people that i knew they wouldn't speak because basically it was like this if you even spoke to this nigga we was getting you next so it was like yeah. like a black dude stood up he was like man it's the best how, how in the world he go from being top dude about to be take over 40 million to a bye you're out of here no see, you that, gotta go
3: see that's why when games <laughs> were talking about he don't know what to do in this situation." I've been through that frustrating situation he's in because the situation you're going through, Dre, is because there's not enough black men that mm-hmm. make it into those kind of spaces that have any power mm-hmm. of decision and hiring. And that's why someone like GC, he will say he don't really know what to do because I realized it a long time ago because I was looking at being in these environments. I'm like, damn, why am I the only black man here?
4: Well, well, what do you so think? Like, as soon as I going going got on? in, I'm not going to lie. As soon as I got in, they already knew. Just like the, the the company I'm I'm working with a group of people on houses now. I was the only black person. When I got in there, I brought two other black people in. I'm like, cause I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, if I would have took over, hate to say something, it would have been all black people within three years. I mean, I wouldn't have just hired them just because they was black, but I would have been fine. Even if I had to get online and network, hey, yeah, niggas, y'all need to send me somebody who can um who can uh do leashes. The they can come oh. live with me for the first eight months to a year, just so I can put a black person in this position. Because I ain't gonna lie, I was gonna I put went, a, I was gonna put us all on. Hey man, I know, never,
0: I never no, no. Well, black well, here's what I mean when I say I don't know. I I don't know what to like. It's still like a shock to me because like the magnitude, because um, you of men. I how malleable men are. Like I did not know that that on mass we were that malleable, especially um, in a space where you allegedly are trying to fight against feminine control. Well you like, gotta it, be it's, careful. It's like, well, it's kind of like that uh scene from um from Revenge of the Sith where he was like, you know, um uh we're going to be reformed into a galactic empire, and then like all the senators were cheering it on. It's like and and Padme was just sitting there like, oh, what the hell? What? Like, you were the
3: one, Anakin. You were but, the chosen one. So but, game, no, but, so but game game changers,
0: basically, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Palpatine, Palpatine just said to everybody, I'm taking over control. I'm taking all your power from you. And and they were cheering it
3: on. It's, yeah. But like, yeah, like, yeah. what, what do you do with that? I, mm-hmm. I would just be like, well, oh, okay, wait, OK, Obi-Wan. Well, GC is basically saying that you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. See, what's going on, you're Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Yoda. You remember in, in the Star Wars when it all happened, and because Obi-Wan, like, <coughs> his, his apprentice was uh, Dark Vader. Well, he was Anakin at the time. And mm-hmm. remember when he was just, he was so broken because he was like, you're the one. You yeah. were supposed to be the light, not the dark side. And he had to fight him. And that's mm-hmm. probably what you're going through right now. You're finding out that you thought that they were all Jedi, but exactly. some of the Jedi were actually the Sith. Exactly, and you know, and you know what, um, you know what Obi Wan did.
0: He took that saber out. He said, "Look, I'm gonna do what I must." He didn't say, "I'm gonna do what I want to do." He said, "I'm gonna do what I have to do." This video is me doing what I have to do. Like,
4: uh, listen, yeah, I, mean, do I, have to I do? mean, but I mean, think this for people to get up there and to have like the balls, like think about the shit that I've said. That hey, man, these are mistakes that I made in life. I mean, easily some, the things that I'm guilty of doing, they could easily even women could take that and run back. Yeah. See, that guy right there said back when he was younger, he didn't pay his child support or he really didn't want no kids or whatever. And they can just add lib on that and destroy. You know I mean, like destroy a person in the <clears> social world, because the problem is, it's like as soon as you say something negative, especially about a black man. It runs it like it runs it like plant seeds in a mind and it just grows, especially. That's why I said I feel sorry for, you know, not for the people that don't can't speak. You know, I've just been lucky that I have so many other forms of revenue stream where I got so many other different hustles where hey, I realized the beautiful thing about having multiple streams of hustle and stuff like that is then you get the freedom to speak your mind. Yeah, motherfucker. Now, nah, motherfucker, well, I have that freedom. I just can't
0: show my face while I'm doing it.
4: Yeah, but you understand. it's not that I don't have okay. money, it's just well, that I don't
0: want to spend money
4: to say it. Right, right. But you understand what i what saying. No, I, I can saying, show yeah. my face. I can say some shit that you don't like. I can even say that I want to break somebody in half if they whatever. And what can you do? Nothing. And now, they I hate want, men like me, especially.
1: See, the thing they realize, Dre likes. Well, I want, oh, oh, see,
0: right quick, right quick, right quick, if I may. Um, so shout out to Melody, Sweet Melody Speaks. Thanks for, um, thanks for your support. Look at the message that's on here. It says, being a feminist never stopped me from having a man. Yes, it did. Uh, uh, not yes, having did. What? what? No, no. see, what? Here's, here's what she <laughs> knows, but she thinks that we don't know. It did stop you from having a man. A real man wouldn't be with a goddamn feminist
1: thank you so
0: just by virtue of being with you he's not a real man you want to know why you here? because you like the timbre of a real man's voice that's what it is you like to hear real men speak about it and it get you moist and stuff like that you're a damn feminist <laughs> the reason that you are here is so you can have real men fantasy so you could thirst over us just the same way these niggas be thirsting over the chicks in the space that is the actual reason that you here. Yeah. it did stop you from having a man and you know it
1: you know.
6: Message <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but she, you know, she she has a problem out for November, but she thinks that's a man because she got control over that shit.
3: Right. Her man is so it. good and so high quality that she wants to spend her time in a space with strange, listening strange men when she could be doing something like serving right. her man and right. doing something else with her time. You but but serve no, male feminist. Yeah.
4: All right. <laughs> I, I mean, your man, your man, so good. Oh look like this. Uh, if your man is so good, then you should be able to, like, yeah, man, my man is so good, and you should be over there giving him some. Yeah, totally should, what, what, what does Jesus not say? Go okay we'll make with him a her. sandwich. Go we'll make <laughs> him a sandwich. Right. You, I no, said, no, that's nah.
3: not what she's doing. She's actually looking. She
4: up. got a man like Roomba. She got a man on Roomba uh, all over
6: the
1: back, of and up shit, man. Nah, she got autonomously. Man. She got a metaverse man. She got a metaverse character. <laughs>
0: no no serve like a wife and yes if you are that you know what that means that means that you're his property and he owns you <laughs> and yes that is uh very similar to a slave it said like you choose your master you choose your master and the reason why you haven't selected one completely is because you're a damn feminist and the only in and, 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 and the men that comes your way aren't master worthy you damn right its something like a slave uh, right. Every Think man that go to work is something like a slave. They always go
3: to the extreme. Though. Look they always at her not, name. Exactly. Exactly. Look at her name. They always go to the extreme, bro. Like, like when when it comes to a man and and his resources, it's, it, more men need to turn the tables what? and say, what? "Is it a slave? Oh, you want me to go buy you this purse? Is is it, like a slave? Like a slave? Would I'm your slave? They always use a slave when it comes to them mm. having some level of obligation to do something. To satisfy and please me as a man. So mm-hmm. if she has a man, I feel sorry for that man that he has to right. come home to a woman who spends her time no. worried about strange men, but then sees performing her duties when he gets back home as am I a slave?
4: Well, no, but she gonna she's gonna be fantasizing about us while he's trying to lay the pipe. Cause you know he ain't probably doing it in, in, in his weak ass man that she got. Damn. So she's gonna be thinking, oh well, I picture if he was one of them real men up on the
1: panel,
4: <laughs> like, oh, shit. he's buying me a stove. Oh nah, look, that gone, eye. look at that, that like, eye burner. You oh my gosh, it's got man. that one of them high output burners on there. What Convectional oven? Oh,
3: you're giving her too much credit, bro. We done had so many women like this in these spaces before right. that. They don't got a man, bro. Like, I would say convectional oven. Sale, oh.
4: Wait, 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 wait. You bought a microwave to go over that stove too? Oh, oh. Oh, wait a minute no, no, no. Uh, I
6: mean, this is somebody, stone top stuff said, to level attention man
0: well somebody somebody said something like you know uh, you would sleep with a, a feminist listen yes I would bang Janae Amore I would and I made no secret about that everybody know that I would hate fuck uh, Janae um, Amore that's different but would she have me would I be she her no, no. She would no, be a the, jump she, off. Simmons
4: a of jump off all day, and she yeah. don't realize she a jump off. That's the re. This the problem. She gonna be. She
0: may or may she, not be a jump jump off. Janae Moore is a jump off because she's because she's bad as hell. She no, might not even I'm talking be bad. I about
4: this girl in the chat room. She's <laughs> a jump off all day. You don't realize something. As soon as another broad that treat him any type of respect, he's gone. Advantage. I'm just that, That's the bad thing about y'all women being like that. You don't realize something. You make it easy if you got a good dude, and you don't say anything about him. Talk about that shit at work. One of them motherfuckers at work gonna hear about that shit, and they gonna oh wait a minute, that bitch don't do this, that, and the other. All I gotta <laughs> do is suck some D or maybe make some chicken, and I, and then I can take this nigga, and then I got his check and mine.
3: You're right. Um,
4: That's all I gotta
3: do. I just always wonder, like, how do you guys feel, like, when you see so many women that they feel that they have to come to a male space, and they say they got a man or a husband. Like, I don't know know any dudes that are running around telling me that have ever told me, like, man, I really want to choose that chick that wants to talk to strange men all day and all night while I'm at work. I've never met that guy. Like, is this a new thing? No, That's because the guy don't
4: fucking exist. It's
3: weird. That's why my girl don't know I do this. It's it's weird as
0: hell, um, if you're not doing it for career purposes. But mm-hmm. um like like um imagine how was well, Crystal and husband, uh mm-hmm. felt, you know, like no wonder that I, mean, I would get tired. That is some weird yeah. if I'm married to a white chick and she's talking she's talking to white women about white men all day, I would think that that
3: is so <laughs> bizarre. I would think that she obviously has a thing for white dudes still. Well, like, you would have been right though, right? Because for she black up, dude. like she ended up like folding up her no, uh, girls, this and with me, the black if, dude, but right? She's talking about, but she's talking about white men all the time. I would assume that she's still holding a torch. And but that, you would have assumed right, though, because yeah, t- no, she it is proved right. that to be right. Yeah. All those years misleading all those black women, and then come to find out, she closed up shop, went off with the next black dude that came around. I heard yeah. about that. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, just, I, I, so. I was on
1: some Say It
0: Ain't So stuff, but I heard about that.
3: Everybody... I mean, I mean but it was a plan from the first
6: beginning. That was the plan from the first beginning. You guys have to understand, if they're willing to play this long game, as long as they get what they want in the end, they close up shop like fucking Command and Conquer, and you delete the fucking <laughs> command post. That shit just falls up and they out of there, man. But it is.
3: Yeah, yeah, man, like just out. I mean, she created a whole movement, bro. She got paid. Yeah. She got paid, and then it was like, oh, Back to jump on the, uh, the ding a of the black man. It's just yeah. like, that's why I'm telling you, bro. So basically, just what she games. did an obsidian. You said what?
0: I said, basically, she did an obsidian, but she actually got dick. She actually got sex out of it.
3: Oh, she said, oh, she said. did, an, she she said, she did at a way said, higher level because like she built brothers, up, she, like that she got paid, bro. Like, I, oh, like yeah, she you got paid, see, paid, yeah. When you see how those women be giving money to those those chicks, I oh, think yeah. remember, oh, yeah. she walked away with a nice, beautiful bag to get to that brother that was like, you know what? I'll accept you. With all these mulattoes and all that uh ghetto gaga residue just go ahead and pay this rent for me so i think that's what happened all these what's so bad yeah. is, he gonna
4: kick her ass to the curb eventually and then she'd be right on back
0: probably so yeah yeah you probably right about know, that. She, well, well it depends because um you know what did you call it diminished um output um right. for middle class Diminished or... returns the law of diminishing returns as no no you, would, go, say, you he would say like, diminished uh sexual market or um Shrinking sexual market for middle class yes. men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think with that, it is affording women like Crystal and Karazin, who reasonably held it together at her late age. Yeah. You know, I think that it is um giving them a a, a sexual marketplace advantage that normally wouldn't exist. Facts shouldn't
3: exist. You're not lying at all about that, GC. I found yeah. that out when I tried to upload one of the dating apps. I was on there for about a week. I said, delete. Yeah. It's full of you know, older women, you know, 45, 50 year old women. And they wasn't coming with the humble. You know what I'm saying? They was coming with like, yo, I'm the best thing available out here. What you going to do? Yeah. coming at it like that. And so I think you're you get like, a passport. <laughs> you should have, you should have typed that. Uh, What you going to do? Get a passport. Great. Uh, oh, you know, come on, bro. I was out there in Seattle for about a month. And so I'm moving around. You already know, I ain't no, ain't no chasing at the 50 year old women, bro. But I'm just telling you that, when you out here in these streets in 2022 the older women do come at you like that like they're not coming at you on no humble um my sexual marketplace value is low they're coming at you like yo there's a lot of dudes your age chasing at them you better get in on this good good and it's oh oh while you can that's how oh, they're my at
8: yeah, yeah mrt i want to ask you a question i gotta leave uh, but i just want to ask a yeah, question <clears throat> hey um, you my, are my, my actual email
6: is in the back chat um could email
8: okay. me Behind the scenes, I have to get up here. All right, okay, all right, go put, ahead. Man.
0: Yeah, put I'm my, about
8: to close up shop. i put my email there too. I want you to think about what I'm finna say, all right. And I've been saying it ever since I came in here. So, suppose you're a country, all right, and you got a divide in your country, all right, and you want to stop this divide, but the only way you can stop this survive, uh, this the divide is in your country is you got to cut off certain resources, but the organization you are in, that financial institution that gives your country and supports your country is the same one who's supporting (laughs) the the division in your uh, Mm -hmm. country. How do you win that war? And the Mm -hmm. reason why I ask you that question, I've been saying this every time I say, until we build the right kind of financial institution." To make ourselves separate from a mainstream corporation, where they are in the head, we are in the head of our own financial institution. Then the people that we say don't exist won't have no more use for her, so she has to come back to us. So that's when we look at it in war, we understand it, but when we look at it. You look at it in uh, men and women, we don't understand how how simple this is. She's not ever going to submit to you as long as she's getting her finance from the same doorstep you're getting yours. And especially when she get advantages for going to that door too. She get advantages over you. So how is she going to ever submit to you because you can't show anything different because you all both at the same doorstep?
0: Well, well I, think, uh, I think I think I think OG that women aren't submitting uh solely to wealth and money. No, uh, um, I want well, MOT right, to right, answer that. Right, he he, he right, can right, answer better right, from
8: a war tactic. No, and then no I, can... I,
0: I I get it, but you see, here's the thing you you're at war with somebody whose nature is to surrender and right, change. Well, right quick, let me rock, please. Okay, that's really not something that uh, men are used to. It's in a woman's nature to surrender. We don't notice because we're not even putting up a fight. Like I, once they see a significant fight, they're going to want to surrender. Like that's just how they are. That's just what women do. Like you know,
8: they're they're different. So are you saying the spoils of the war goes back to the loser? Huh? Are you saying the spores of the war goes back to the loser? that's not what I'm saying at all well really you are because my argument was totally different than what you just got through saying no no my statement was totally different not arguing, but my statement was totally the way different, to, what to win the war and you're talking about in
0: a gender war is to cut off resources and in this case money what I'm saying is that um I think the way to win is to put up a fight and wait for them to surrender because that's what it's in their nature to do
8: but how can you put my question was how can you put up a fight when you're getting your Resources from the same person who's given her resources. It's not even a fight. But Jay Speed,
3: it's though, doesn't that apply to every man I, on I the planet, though? Saying. But hold on. You get up. what I'm I saying? saying question, hold on, hold on. J Speed, I mean, just let me let, let me just throw this at you real quick, J Speed. That argument, the reason that to me I can't buy it is because technically every man on the planet is getting his money from the same resources because we have a system of central banking, and like you know, a lot of our money comes from like the World Bank. Um, the IMF, and a lot of the Federal Reserve. They're invested in all the other central banks of the whole planet. So the whole planet is really run by a network of corporate banks. So ultimately, everyone is getting their money from the same system, whether you're in China, New York, Venezuela, really the money is more centralized probably now than ever. So when I hear that argument, I'm like, where the hell do you want these men to go to? Because wherever they go, the money is still coming from central banks. So it's all coming from the same place, no matter where you go on the planet.
8: Okay, because you're making the argument a little more complex than what I my statement was, my brother. You're correct. If there's only so much air on the fucking planet, all the air coming from the same place, all right? But if you was able to take that air and put it in some kind of vessel where you could sell it... Then, yes, it's all coming from the same source, but the ones who are in charge in selling that air is the one who's in control. That's what I'm saying. Regardless of whether money comes from the same resource... Hey, Dre, i think that's your
3: mic. Having... Hold on, JSP. one of y'all's mic is really
8: messing up.
3: I can't oh, hear you, bro. Right. Hey, Dre, I think it's you, Dre, Uh, your mic. Yeah, go ahead, JSP.
8: Okay, what I'm saying is, if you're, you're able to cornerstone whatever you're trying to sell, even though it might be coming from the same source, you're going to have... The value of money is, is really the understanding of people who gives it value. But what I'm saying is your house, the way you run your house, brother, once that money comes in your house, that's your resource, regardless of where it came from. And you can choose to do whatever you want to. What I'm saying is what we haven't did is build enough financial institutions where we can stand on our own square. And then even though on the other side of the people who are supplying that person with that finance... They no longer need them anymore because now it's the fight between the two people versus using a Miller person to get to the second person. A flanking move. Yo, Jason.
1: Go ahead, ahead, Emma I'm going to tell you that
8: question was for you because I know you'd know, even if you agree with or not agree with what I'm saying, you understand what I'm saying. Unfortunately, the only way to quickly get to the point that you're talking about is you got to support their needs.
6: You gotta go out here, and create all these nonprofit organizations, and clean up bathrooms. Make your millions of dollars, and create your own shit on the side. Your separate level of power. That's the only way that I've been been able to do it. I didn't like doing it that way, but you have to because their needs are going to get supported no matter what. How come it can't be by you?
8: There you go.
3: And J. Speed though, and MOT. So, I, so my response to both of you would be, okay. So Jay Speed was talking about not controlling the financial institutions, but we know that. There were many black banks, black insurance companies and blacks owning their finances, even up until very recently. Now it's only down to like three black owned majority banks. But that's because the people themselves chose not to support it. So a lot of those guys were like, hey, I built this big, this financial institution, but you guys aren't supporting me. So now I got to make a choice. Do I keep struggling underwater or do I sell out to a larger bank and, and merge with them? And a lot of them say, you know what? I'm taking this check. I'm merging with these other banks because they're not talking a race-based thing. They're talking a finance and a profit thing. And I think JSP what I was trying to say to you was just that ultimately when you're doing business, you're gonna run up into the, the fact that you can get a bigger profit if you open yourself up to the bigger market. And I think that a lot of black folks, especially black men that own those banks said, I'm gonna take that bigger check because it's not worth struggling just to get a pat on the back from the black majority. You're older, so you tell me then, J. Speed, is that not what actually happened?
8: Well, you have, you, you was talking about, and see, this is why it's so bad to go back in time. You're talking about a different time and a different mindset. See, this mindset that we are dealing with now is different than the mindset that we were dealing back then. So what you say do apply to that mindset, but I'm talking about this mindset. How do you go back and learn from the mistake even from even though it was a different mindset. So you are correct when you say it happened in that way. But I'm saying a man don't build his own financial institute without protections and everything else. Uh, what, I, what I'm speaking in, you can already see it across the street anyway. So if, it, if, it, if, it, if it's not gonna work, why is it working for them? So you got to take the examples right there in your face. It have worked for him all over this world. And you saying you can't. Well, you have to go through
6: It can, but it, it it starts with very few individuals, man. Like under seven percent are going to be the people who's gonna be outright doing this shit. It's not yes, gonna sir. be 30, 40 percent. It's never that way. It's yes, never sir. been that way.
8: Yeah, and, and exactly. just like I say, I have my rush theory. It always starts off with a spot and then it eats up the whole panel. Yeah, it has to have a starting point, but trying to, trying to, uh, old people used to say, who wants to eat? <laughs> who wants to bite the hand that's feeding them? And that's mm-hmm. what we are dealing with. Regardless of you say it's financial or whatever, status, whatever, it's everything from institution and everything. Who wants to bite out the hand who's feeding them? Until we get something that we can feed, then no one. On the opposite side, go on about uh, body off that hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. But JC, like, this is why I have to have you on for one on one. This is a very good conversation, but you have to
6: have it all the way to the end, yes, sir, with solutions,
8: yes, sir. That's what I have to have saying. it all the
6: way to the end with solutions in front of people so that way they can understand that what you're saying is not difficult to pull off because I've done it myself, but. People need to know, and then we need to start moving in that direction. Because if they're going to pay for a certain thing regardless of output and outcome, that's something we need to go into, regardless of output and outcome.
8: Yes, sir. And I, I, I agree with you, to, but Just coming up with problems or seeing problems or seeing what the problem, with no solution, you still is the problem.
3: But I just uh, I think, J. Speed, we're, I, know, I know that you're seeing it from the broader view, but I think what has happened to a lot of black men, especially younger men, especially like me, is that the current system that we're in, a lot of us are making a lot of headway um, and, and being successful within the current system as globalized citizens because we're in a globalized marketplace. And I think a lot of brothers have just embraced it and said, hey, I'm going to make this system that's here work for me. And if they're able to get the results they want, It's going to be kind of hard to get them to say to that person hey i got a new system it isn't a proven product or anything like that but you should come do this system i just think that's kind of where there's a there's a divide with a lot of black yeah you you, you're
8: correct with that look brother i got to one of the producers that we was working together right Mm -hmm. and he was always complaining about uh they won't buy my scripts or they just shuts down my project i can't raise enough funds." And I said, how many people are you dealing with in the United States? And he said, you know, about close to 400 some million people. I asked him, what is your, your content is most about? He said, it's most about black life. And I said, how many people are in Africa? He said, 1.2 billion people in Africa. I said, don't you know African, uh, same as Hollywood, is making almost three times more than Hollywood with video cams. I say, you're selling to a certain, uh, you, you're stifling yourself by trying to sell to uh, 40 million black people over here. When you have a whole continent, you can make your stuff universal. Every, every race, Latino, do the same thing. If you look at all the other, and I hate bringing up other races, so I'm gonna just stick with black. And he did it. And he's doing very well now in Africa with his production. And matter of fact, most of his production are dealing with African people with the same content he would have did here with American people. And he's doing very well.
3: Sometimes hey, do we do our visions Mollywood?
8: are so short. Do we uh? do those Nollywood movies? Yes, sir. That's yes, crap. Sir. Those movies are crap. I understand. But wait, 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 wait. wait. You got to understand. Soap operas in this country went, was, uh, was crap. It had nice music. It had white people in it. But you look at the content, it was crap. Yeah. So crap you sell. And so maybe you can build something where you can make real movies, because sometimes people like low budget crap, you know, where you can build your you can build your your brand to making the kind of movies. Because I know the kind of movies he wants to make. You know, I know the kind of movies he wants to make. But he won't never be able to make them type of movies if he's just trying to sell to 40 million black people in America. He got to make himself I, universal. I, 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 get, I
0: get what you're saying. Have some economic independence for you um, about yourself. I get you. Um,
8: right. So that, that's to, just to part of what uh, MOT was saying. I got to go. Look, man, it's been a charm well, being on okay. your channel. Appreciate you. Uh, I'm always support uh, content, even if I agree or don't agree, because I think the conversation must go on. You know what I mean? Appreciate so, that, uh, you know, okay. you take Please it easy. All, All right, right y'all, take it. Mot, getting to the Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already emailed you. Yeah. All yeah. right, well, thanks for they already
3: having you. me. See, um, I think it's a, you know, it's a needed conversation. Yeah. When it comes to uh, where people stand, but I just think that some brothers, again, someone like me, I like seeing brothers like yourself speaking against the, the 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 misandry part of it, mm-hmm. and speak. That's what's always been valuable to me in these conversations, but there's another lane where it's just about the money and the fame. And that's fine. I'm not gonna be in that lane. I'm not gonna get that fame. But I'm 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 definitely glad that those like you will still have these conversations. I hope that you get the support that you want. But ultimately, when it comes to these digital spaces, the audience speaks with their wallet, bro, and their views. And mm-hmm. so there's always gonna be guys that their they don't their principle is based on the wallet. So whatever they believe that that's the that's where the good conversation that will lead to them getting paid is at. They're going to go that direction and then you're going to have the other guys who say i'm not going to do that i'm not going to say something just to get paid so people just have to just choose which lane they want but it's going to keep going on you're going to add these two lanes you're going to add those that are doing it for this reason and you're going to have guys that are doing it for that reason and unfortunately we live in a, a society where people like to hear what they that makes them feel good not what necessarily is what they need to hear so you know good luck on your mission and uh, you have a good one too Mot. the panel uh the viewers. All right,
6: all right. Okay, Sigma, I want to have you off of on 1-on-1, man.
3: What's that? I don't want to have you off for of 1-on-1. Yeah, like, hit me up, man. I sent you my new email because I got, like, an email at my oh, for real? email address. From yeah, I sent you an email letting you know that you got to really? hit me up at KingSigma123. KingSigma123. One, two, three. King Sigma one, two, three, you one, two, three. Okay, all right. Oh, hey, Email me, too, Sigma, <laughs> um, so I can have that. All right, bro, you guys
0: have a good yeah, one. Yeah, okay. All right, oh, you too. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. ML- yeah, yeah
1: man. I- Go for it.
6: Yeah, I want you to thank, well, thank you for having me on. Uh, this truck that I was driving in like um, two years ago, as you do all my live things online. As you can see, I haven't dropped and driving like 90 miles an hour on the highway. So, apparently, this works as good as it did two years ago when I was doing all the live things while driving. So, yeah, but thanks for having me on, man. And uh, I have a question. Um, still got I did that one-on-one about um, Redfield. Like, I, I, how long can a person claim to be red pill? But I think a red pill person is it's just a red herring. I, I don't think it could be that for that long. Uh,
0: yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. All right, cool. I All right, come with with you. And you know something, um, I think am want to back you and he's been hitting me up on that, so we could just do the three of us if you want to do it that way. Or if you want to okay. do it right. one, that's First few. <clears throat> oh,
6: that's a, yeah, it'll do that. All okay. right, cool, man. Well, up uh, no, thanks for having me on, man.
0: All right, peace, peace. All right. Um, all right cool. Well, I have everybody here. First of all, thanks to Mr. Shane Vicious again. It says, um, you don't overcome white supremacy, you outlast it. Um, absolutely, which is why I do think that, um, listen, uh, gynocracy, even if it's successful, it's um, successful and means that it it sustains power for women. Um, it's not it's not long-term sustainable um for everyone because the birth rate in gynocracies are extraordinarily low so no matter what is going to diminish which means that you're not going to outlast anything so yeah that is um a problem with gynocracy so you won't be able to outlast any other culture if you live in a gynocracy you it's it's a losing formula as always, so but yeah, I definitely agree that white supremacy is not the problem, um, and it is something that can be outlasted, especially if they if they surrender themselves to their own gynocracy and their own type of problems. Because basically, um, we in the black community has inherited first world problems, or excuse me, um, what do you call that? Yeah, first world problems and third world problems, meaning that we we have the problems of poor communities as well as the problems of wealthy communities and. You know, a gynocracy, spoiled women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those are problems of wealthy communities, and we're not a wealthy community. So yeah, we're getting beat by both sticks. We're getting beat by a silver stick, and we're getting beat by a wooden stick. You know, it's it's a shame, or a platinum stick and a wooden stick. Um, but uh, thanks for that. Also, I'm gonna take this opportunity to thank the people who, and I always appreciate this. The people who send me cash apps when I am not logged in, Um, I'm not doing a show or anything. And, you know, for whatever reason, maybe somebody's listening to like a past show or something, they just see the need to like uh, hit your boy up. So, you know, um, appreciate you. Uh, Freeman's Journal did it three times. Uh, Three times. uh, Appreciate that. Um, Let's see. This is, these go back January 21st, 25th, and 27th. Deacon Dave, also on the 27th. I Appreciate you. On the 11th of February, we got, let's see, F Holiday. It says, Comedy Against Femi Woke Madness. Um, Okay, I appreciate you. Maybe I was on Bernard's when he said that. Um, Appreciate you nonetheless. Let's see. KD, um, a large one. Appreciate you. Freedness Journal again on the 3rd of this month. Appreciate you. SKC says, um, "Apology for the scheduling mistake. This was when uh, SKC and I did that show, and um, and he was late because of a scheduling mistake. But uh, appreciate you nonetheless. Uh, he actually sent this during the show, but I didn't see it until afterwards. And number sixteen, um, sent me a cash app because of a movie night uh, Zoom link thing. Appreciate you. And yeah, and now we're into today, so um, appreciate." Appreciate you all. All right. So, with that being read, I'd like to thank the Cash Apps and Super Chats, managers and moderators, those who are listening silently, and those who participate in the chat. Make sure you hit that like button on your way out. And remember, this is Game Changer 00100. Game over. Peace.